You're listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. So karaoke was fun. Karaoke. Karaoke. A karaoke. I'm very good at the calculations. <laughs> at karaoke. Yeah, man. Good time. Yeah, your brother, I, Lauren, my favorite person. <laughs> never miss an opportunity to point that out. Well, I just want to that. remind you. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't need reminding. Dude, if Lauren ever dies... You'll be my favorite person. If he, he oh, <laughs> if I ever die, no one will notice I'm missing. He'll just swoop right he'll just, in he'll and swoop in. take over. But and does he know how to run all this stuff? It's, oh, that's a good question. Well, that's why Tess is here. <laughs> that's why Tess is yeah, here to fucking engineer, out. man. Yeah, figure it out. I, I bring in Tess to be kind of my potential replacement, not yours. <laughs> He's the man in the chair. That's right. I'm the man in the chair. <laughs> Had you met? Lauren's friends that joined us? Uh, yes, because uh, we had gone to Freeplay at one point, the oh. uh, local retro arcade. If you're mm-hmm. in the DFW area, check out Freeplay. They're very nice folks. Sponsor of the editing. Super band. nice folks. Actually, I should reach out to them. Yeah. They'd be a good sponsor. Be, we we love video games. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm talking about Lauren's friends. Like they. Oh, like yeah, yeah. No, they, yeah, they were great. Super, yeah. Like salt of the earth kind of people. Good uh, good song choices, too. I, nice, I like that we had a little uh, country western mixed into our uh, hip-hop I'm totally, R&B. I'm totally that obnoxious guy that goes to karaoke, though. Mm-hmm. And if someone's off-key... Like I try to sing it to them, <laughs> and at one point, like Sarah, I think I think Sarah was like hitting me on the thigh to like get me to shut up. Maybe that, or she was just keeping the time or something. But like sometimes the the rhythm is a little bit off, and I I, I will absolutely do that too. I was kind of like, eh. and, and, yeah, I'll and come I'm, in as the backup and singer. And I'm not trying to be obnoxious. No, I'm not no. trying to like let them know they're doing it wrong. Everyone I'm trying wants to, to like sing along. bolster them. Like yeah, and here's where <laughs> here we're supposed go. to be exactly. But uh, but super nice people. It was a good yeah, time man. getting it was out. A good, I like because uh, we're so used to doing karaoke in a bar with like fifty odd, you know, a couple dozen people there. I kind of prefer that. I prefer well, that setting a and, little bit. And more. Jenna said that too because not all eyes are on you. People uh-huh. are having their own conversations. They're drinking their own drinks, thinking about what songs they're going to sing. Yeah. Meanwhile, you're in a room with six other people, a, a room this size. Everyone's fucking staring. Well, at the, you. the first room was oh, wow. the first room was a pretty good size. That second room, though. I, yeah, like it's I, like a fun house. I, I must question the draft house's choices on how they design. Like, I feel like you could probably take a little bit of space away from your bar area <laughs> yeah, and yeah. maybe build on a little bit there. more. In they the, have that whole back patio that nobody ever uses because no nobody uses knows it. it's there. Fucking close that in. This is very that, inside baseball for our listeners. Make that into who don't your live career. in the DFW. Who cares, area. man? The only people that who listen cares, to this are Joe? people that live in the DFW. Fuck area. me. Fuck the Them tournament and Michael Daly. <laughs> No, that's not true. We have listeners all over across the the nation, all around the world. And the world, Joe, before me. That's right. Who, Who knows how long I've loved right, karaoke's you? Karaoke's over. Imagine no more, no more karaoke. What, what? was your favorite uh, what? karaoke song? Well, you're gonna say no more karaoke, and then you're gonna be like, I mean, no more singing it. But we can continue. Dude, it was to really fun. Like I'd never done Toto's Africa before, and you I had hadn't. A, I had a great time. with Oh, Sarah dude, that's it. like a staple. I can't believe you hadn't done that at yeah, some point, no, just by accident. What Sarah had wanted to do it. We had talked. You guys uh, nailed it a while back, and she was like, "We should totally do that one together." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "That was great." All right, I guess we could try that. I didn't want to do somebody to love because. Somebody to Love is like my Al Bundy moment any where like queen I had song, taken her well not any Queen song but that one specifically mm-hmm. like that was one of her and I's first dates and uh-huh. like doing that at the uh, at the Supernatural convention mm-hmm. and, oh, that's and right. kind of nailing it and like no one was You're more never scared 
that I was going to fuck up than I was on that stage. <laughs> and somehow the mixture of adrenaline and alcohol, <laughs> I did really fucking well with that one. Yeah, I saw and, the video. And so, and I'm glad it's committed to video because I'd never done somebody to love as good as that before or since. I know the feeling. And so you're always going to be chasing that yeah. dragon now. And when she she was like, put that one in. I want to do that one. Put Uh-oh. that one in. Put it's that your one white in. whale. And I was trying to be like, no, that's okay. We don't. She's like, put it in. And so I put that one in. And even driving home, mm-hmm. I, like I do that stupid shit. Like nobody gives a fuck. Nobody you're drinking with gives a, a damn when you're doing karaoke. No, of course not. No one's judging. In fact, the worse you are, sometimes the better. The, the more the, the more, more enjoyable it is. That's right. Exactly. Just like Cameron Diaz in uh, My Best Friend's Wedding. I say one of the best karaoke scenes of all. Forever and ever, I get it and I love you forever. Uh, no, but so when we were driving home, I was like, I really shouldn't have done that. No, it was, it was fun. It was not good. It, it just, was it good. Fun. It was it was karaoke good. I'll tell you what, karaoke good. I'll tell you what. I was happy to do. Mm-hmm. I was happy to put your brother on the spot and have him to dare to be stupid. Oh, did you? Was that your choice? Yeah, dude. He will sing any weird Al Yankovic song you put in front of him. Like well, we grew he, up on that. He shit. had done the the saga begins. Yes, and, oh, and nice. I was like, oh, so he digs on the nice. the Weird Al. He digs on that, and I know he's a Transformers fan. So I was mm-hmm. like, well, shit. And I spent probably a good twenty minutes trying to see if they had anything from the Transformers soundtrack yeah, on there. Dare. Nothing except that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, fuck it, I'll put that one in. That's Lawrence. Uh, and and then, he knew it. And then you did my favorite, which was what? when you did "Call Me Maybe." Like that's <laughs> that is my historically. <laughs> yeah, Joel does "Call Me Maybe," that. and that was one of my favorite. It's fucking so tired two. though. I'm, I'm, that'll be the last time. Why? Because now I feel like it's uh, it's so funny because Joel gets up there and he'll be like, "It's hard to look, it's hard <laughs> to look right," and like he'll look right at you, baby. <laughs> I do the hand motions and yeah, the dance he moves. Does, and he everything. does all of it. That's and, your go-to song, I'm guessing. It, it was. Uh, it, that it used Rainbow to be Rainbow Connection, the Kermit the Frog Rainbow Connection song. Katy Perry's Roar. Don't forget that. I don't remember oh, that. I almost uh, dabble exclusively in female pop songs. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I do. Uh, I do two or three. I think female songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them being Carrie Underwood's "Before He Cheats." Oh, that's a good yeah. one. But I do it like I'm a, a like a, a, a Baptist minister, like a, a, a <laughs> like a, a, a how does that a, a bl- like just a, a Southern black minister <laughs> where I'm like. <laughs> Just a lot of soul. Yeah. Joe's got soul. <laughs> I took my Louisville slug into both headlights. <laughs> Yo, yeah. I do it like I'm preaching, man. Oh, so basically uh, Bernie Mac. Yeah. yeah. I do Bernie Mac. I do Bernie Mac oh, okay, singing okay. Carrie Underwood. Oh, that's great. Maybe we'll, we'll, we'll jump into that. I was someday. just glad that they had uh, the never-ending story on there because ever since Stranger Things 3, Jen and I have been... Uh, that is what you see. What, uh, Tess, have you seen uh, the oh, yeah. Stranger yeah. Things? Oh, you know what I'm talking about. The music though. was amazing. It was, wasn't it? A little on the nose, though, with all the 80s hits, as you called out. The first, the first five episodes, when you got past, once you got past the, when shit starts to hit the fan, mm. maybe not the first five, the first three or four, like, once the mystery starts to unfold, they stop doing it. But, like, man, steadily for those first few episodes, yeah, it's got Madonna. Like every, yeah. every scene change, it's like, here's another 80s song. Girls just Remember, guys, it's yes, 1985 yeah. right now. It's period Remember piece. what year it is. No, it, it and I had me. the same problem with Bumblebee. I don't know if you remember when we talked about they that did, one. Didn't they? I was like the first like five the, the first five minutes or ten minutes of that movie, mm-hmm. like there were just cut, 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 and every cut was another eighty song. And it's yeah. like, dude, we get it. We get where this really? takes. Well, place. enjoy while you can because we're quickly moving into like nineties territory. Now the nineties are cool again. Soon we'll have nineties retros. Oh yeah, yeah. What's cool about the nineties? With the again? kids, well, yeah. Thank what, you. What's cool? Yes. What's cool? We'll start it off. I mean, 92. three things. Three things. Well, all the cartoons, movies. What's coming why, back from the nineties? Aladdin, 
Yes. Lion King. Yes. Okay, besides <laughs> Disney movies. Because you could name Disney movies until the day is long. I mean, they're also doing the, uh, like, what are they doing a Snow White, a live action Snow White? They already did Again, that, didn't they? No, not Disney. Disney oh. didn't. What's oh. what's her name? They did Snow White and the Huntsman. Yeah, that's right. Oh yeah. So Disney right, will right. keep on like squeezing that teat until I guess so. there's nothing left to give. Gonna keep on, keep on, keep on. Yeah, because the Lion King, I guess, was huge this past weekend. Right? Did you see it? No, no. I I'm, still I'm, not you're not gonna. It's Favreau. I'll you see. spent three weeks going. Favreau's never made a bad movie, right? And I'm sure it's great. I just don't have a desire. There's Joel, so much media out there. I'll get you so all the cheeseburgers you want. And, oh, <laughs> Joe, I love you three thousand for dude, that, dude. No, okay, <laughs> I got Harper to start saying that. Oh, really? <laughs> so, oh, you can't do that. That's not fair. I, I totally did. I got. She doesn't even know what she's doing. That. I was like, Harper, I love you. Do you know how much I love you? She's like, what? I go, I love you three thousand, and she starts laughing. Speaking and I'm like, how much do you love me? And she's like. Two thousand. I'm like, well, wait, wait that's, that's less. Not, yes. <laughs> that's, that's less. So I started. Got she's her to four say years it. old. She doesn't know how numbers work. Joe. I'm like, I lo- see how much you love me. And she's like, I love you three thousand. Oh, there you go. Speaking of which, thanks for having us out uh, to her little birthday party. Yeah, there. Was, that was man. She's getting old quick. She, she's four. Yeah, when's she gonna get a job though, dude? Man? That's what when's I'm saying. Gonna, yeah. Her and her brother start pulling her away. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I, uh, have, I have the worst discussions. I, I am the worst dad. I really am the worst dad. Uh, we were sitting at, at Harper swimming lesson before I came here yeah. and uh, and like James is like just like flopping around and like eating his hand and stuff and he's sitting on Sarah's <laughs> lap and I no kidding I look at her and I go so when are we going to see some ROI on this kid <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you gotta start paying dividends at some point man and she's like I don't know it's I'm certainly getting the most out of my investment and I'm like okay I know that's pretty callous of me to say no, but I still just, seriously just, like, but seriously when when are we going to make some money on this? He can dude? mow the lawn about yeah. age three or four, right? Just a couple more birthdays under his belt. Look, man, if he can either save me money, gas, or energy, how is he going to do this? Start bringing you beers from the as soon as he even, starts walking. See, the problem is I don't even drink yeah, anymore. Whatever so. your your uh, vice of choices, which is weird because I had a buddy who had a birthday party on Sunday, mm-hmm. and uh, it was earlier in the day, and it was. Have you been to Lakewood Brewing Company? I have. Yes, it's a cool place, Isn't man, that a cool and place? it's super close to our house. So I told Sarah, I was like, we need to go. The only drawback is I don't fucking drink. You know, when you show up and you're the one guy that isn't drinking at the brewery party, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. it's a little lame. People start to th- whispering, "Was your alcohol anonymous? What's going yeah. on?" And here? that's what the thing. When I tell Joe? people, I'm like, I don't drink. <laughs> they start looking and for the suddenly, tattoo with the date on yeah, it, yeah, or the <laughs> coin. You got, you got a coin. Oh yeah, the coin. And they like, they do look at you funny, like, oh, okay. And I'm like, no, no, no. I'm not trying to make that. I'm not an, a former alcoholic. I just don't anymore. I worked in radio when. You know, since I was 17, 18 years old, like, I kind of got that out of my fucking system yeah, yeah. really early. We're, we're too old for that. Um, too old for this shit. Too old. Too old to start the trading. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, I mean, what else What else did you do? Uh, I heard you finally got 100% on Mario Maker 2. Mario Maker 2. Dude, you know Welcome what? to the club. <laughs> what a great game, man. Super it's cool. basically better than the first one. It is better than the first one, just because of that story mode alone, um, and also just the different styles that they have. Which I'm hearing there's like a secret style that they're going to be releasing at some point. Do you hear about that? Like hamster style? There's a <laughs> like doggy style. <laughs> um, no, like uh, there's only there's like five styles you can do. What is it? Mario Brothers one, Mario three. Uh, Mario World. Mario, okay, so it's Mario New Super Mario Brothers Super and Mario Super Mario 3, 3D World. Super Mario World, New Super Mario Brothers, mm-hmm. and yeah, and yeah. Mario 3D World. But if you look at the uh, the styles you get to choose from uh, under others, other styles, uh-huh. S plural, there's only one option right now. 
Dude, they've got to so do... So there's going to be like some DLC. I hope they do Super Mario 2. Thank you! Yes! That's it. That's the one that the, I want. That's the one that the everyone's been wanting panic. since yeah. the first one came out. Oh, yeah. How cool would it be to pick up turnips and throw it? Like, the, the mechanics are way off. Like, the gravity is way off. I understand why they... But you can adjust all those it. things anyway. You adjust all those things with how yes, you're making the levels. Like, you can it, adjust the gravity. But how would you do it? Because the whole thing was all the different characters had different uh, strengths. You know, like Peach could float and yeah. uh, Luigi could jump really high. They could high. do that in Mario in uh, in New Super Mario Brothers as well, though. They kind of have those different They did, didn't they? But you can't play him as those characters. Yeah, you can. Can you? In, you can bring, in Mario Maker? You've got, you've got female Peach. Oh, you've that's got, right. Or a female Toad. Yeah, uh, and, that's right. Yeah. Toadette? Toadette, I'm mm-hmm. sorry. <laughs> like, but, like how people keep calling Natalie Portman female Thor. Female Thor. Oh. In this new Thor Love and Thunder. So what is it now? It's, uh, it's Jane Foster no. is going to be... The, the Mighty Thor. Is it? Is that what it's going to be called? They, uh, no, it's, that's not what the movie's going to be called. But her character is Mighty Thor. Why? Why? The not Thor, female Thor. Not Thor. Thor is her name, or is is his name? Right. That's Thor's name is Thor. It's not like she's the next Captain America, because that's an actual title. That's a good point. But Thor is his name. Listen, I only know so she would be Jane Foster. I only know what uh, Foster. Cap- <laughs> Australian. Australian for, for Thor. Thor. <laughs> As guardian for Thor. Although disappointed that they missed the opportunity to call it Thorth. <laughs> the Thorth. The Thorth, as we talked about previously on this podcast. But yes, <laughs> let's talk about that. Let's talk about some fucking movies. Now, now you, do, you do plan to have movies on your, your movie, movie podcast. podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah. Dude, San I was Diego, watching some Jeff Goldblum earlier today. Comic-Con. You were Trans- watching Transylvania 6 5000. Coming soon you to an episode, seen it. right? I can't I believe you haven't seen it. Not only have I've shown him see- some of it. Have you even heard of it, Tess? Not at all. That's right. Not until he told me today, but there's some crazy scenes. <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the podcast wow. where Joe will introduce you to <laughs> movies you've never heard of. fucking movies. Yeah, I didn't know Kramer was in movies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michael Richards. Michael is Richards is in uh-huh. that too? Yeah. Cosmo. It's it's amazing watching that because like Jeff Goldblum is just phoning it the fuck in oh, yeah? through the whole movie. He's just phoning it in. But like <laughs> how can you tell? And so it's frustrating. Jeff Goldblum. It, because he's barely staying in character. <laughs> but and he looks bored. Like he seriously uh, looks bored. Well, and can't un- wait to do this. And movie, he's not though. engaged. But dude, did you just like pull a look at the camera? <laughs> did you just break the fourth wall? Well, you have to check out the Facebook page I, later and find should out. Should I call you Ferris from now on? <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> Well, I guess we're going to see how that works out. <laughs> uh, no, so we, I watched some of that. Okay, so SDCC. Here we go. Some of the announcements that came out of there. So, uh, What yeah. are you most excited about? Cats. <laughs> oh, my God. No, just kidding. Um, that fucking trailer's so fucking terrible. weird. Well, that's, yeah, you want to talk about the Cats trailer <laughs> that uh, broke the internet yeah. last week? Because it, it's it's what nobody asked for. No, it. no. They, first of all, weird fucking musical to begin with. Like, even in the 80s when we had weird shit going on. Like Starlight Express. Yes. I would rather they made a movie of Starlight Express. I would rather have Jesus Christ Superstar they than didn't make Cats it. They the made musical. a movie of that. Did they? Yeah. Oh. I'd rather have a reboot of Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, they did that. Mel Gibson did it. The Passion of the Jesus Christ Superstar. Um, dude, a nice mashup. They just, they just flat out just murder him singing halfway stuff. through. So we're going to hell for this. Oh, my. Sorry for all of our Christian oh listeners my. out there. Jesus But Christ. cats, yes. Um, so it's okay. Like, I understand. You want to make a musical or, or a filmed adaptation of the musical, just just do what they did, right? You don't have to modify it too much. But for some reason, they have this weird CG going on in their faces. Yeah. Did it, you know what it looks like? It looks like... Um, it looks like in What We Do in the Shadows when Jermaine Clement had his face put on a cat. <laughs> it 
<laughs> the whole the whole trailer exactly I'll like that. That is what this whole thing looks like. Or that thing oh. that that uh, Conan O'Brien would do, where uh, oh, he would God. have the mouth, the animated yes. mouth, moving on like a, a photo of Bill Clinton. <laughs> yes, it looks like that. Like you can tell. And yet that's them in the costume. So yeah. I don't know if they're trying to remove the, like, smoothing out the, where their face meets the fur. Yeah. Where the face meets the fur. Where the, where the rubber meets the road. <laughs> that's going to be the tagline on the poster. Yeah. For Cats, the, the movie. Um, but, um, yeah, it really disturbing looking. And Except Idris Elba. Idris Elba still looks awesome. As a fucking kid. like, I don't think Idris there's, Elba. I don't think Idris Elba could ever look fucking bad. Like, I'm watching him in this, and True. I'm like. You know what? I would watch a movie about Idris Elba as just this badass fucking anthropomorphic yeah, cat. I'm a cat, and just yeah, it's kind of like the Michael Myers, like the Michael Myers version of a wait, cat Michael hat. Myers or Mike, Mike Myers? Myers. Mike, yeah, not <laughs> because, Mike Myers. Because <laughs> Michael Myers, dude, I'd love the brother that, of of that's uh, a whole different movie. Yeah, <laughs> although how cool would that be to see him as a cat? <laughs> He's got about nine like, lives like a yeah, cat. Yeah, he does. Oh, Myers Dude, that was another announcement. They're making Wait, two sequels to two Halloween. Two more Halloween films in 2020 and 2021. They're not Well, they thought they were, and then I guess this last one with Jamie Lee Curtis where they brought her back. And it made money. Alternate timeline. It made uh, money. Yeah, so. <laughs> when they, they jumped into the, the quantum realm. That's right. <laughs> popped some pin part in Earth 62 or whatever it is. 612. Dude, so getting back to Marvel stuff. Marvel, Marvel stuff. Uh, uh, okay, so yes, um, excited about Thor. Thor, yeah, uh, yeah. how cool! And Taika Waititi back at the helm. Great to see him. Of course, that was a given, but uh, so unexpected to see Natalie Portman come back. I thought maybe she like hated her experience so much because she, she kind of talked she hit, shit about those movies, especially after Thor two. Which, to be fair, Thor two, if if Hulk didn't exist. Thor two would be the worst of the Marvel films. Like Thor two oh, is pretty bad. Really, you think it's? I think Thor. Think I think the Hulk movie the, is worse. I think the first two Thor movies are really. No, I think critically, yeah. people look at the Hulk movie as the worst one, mm-hmm. just because. If, I think for the most part because Edward Norton didn't continue the journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and it's like shit. You know, I I wish that they were. That's the one thing. It's that one weird like OCD thing where it's like. Fuck <laughs> that! That one just sticks out like a sore thumb. It's I like, know. but you're not the guy. Also, when you go back and watch uh, the original Iron Man, as we did a couple of months ago, and you're like, oh, fucking Terrence Howard is in this. Yeah, and it's oh, that's right. But the thing was, he was he was, <laughs> yeah, he was the Don Cheadle character, yeah. and uh, I guess you gotta rub people. Apparently, he's one of these. He guys. wanted more money. He is was, that what it was? Yeah, he he was pissed that that Robert Downey Jr. was getting more cash, okay. and Empire. he wanted some more money too. <laughs> And, Should have stuck around, man. He could have been in fucking ten Marvel movies. That's what I'm saying, man. In residuals. Got, it's could hard to know, but you've got to play that fucking long game a little bit. Where yeah. it's like, look, do I think that Rhodey deserved to have more money? Do I think that character? Yes. Based on the merits of the first film, Rhodey didn't do a whole fucking no, hell of a lot. No, he's definitely like third, like he's under Pepper Potts. Yeah. And so when you think of the second one, that's when he really starts doing shit. That's when War Machine comes to be. Yeah. And it's yeah. like... All right, that's where you want to fucking. That's the hill you want to die on. Yeah, like he ends up being like Rhodey ends up being one of the ones that survives the goddamn snap. Yeah, he's part that's of the big right. plan in Endgame. Spoiler alert! I wonder if Terrence Howard watches Endgame and is like, "Oh, you know it," just crying over some ice cream in his bathroom at home. God damn! Mm-hmm. God damn! Did it to himself. Well, it's he's still pretty good. He's got Empire. Yeah, and and yeah. didn't he didn't he get an Oscar for Hustle and Flow? Or or just a nomination? Got a nomination. At least a nomination. I, I don't know if he won it. It's hard out here for a pimp. 
<laughs> Thank you, Joe. The when, money for the rent. For the Cadillacs and gas money spent. And got a whole lot of bitches jumping shit. But I'll tell you what you else. You know, it's hot out here for a pimp. What are the, in my eyes, I done seen some crazy streets oh on the street. I got a couple hoes working on some changes for me. But I'm trying to keep my game tight like Kobe Young game. Not yeah. like taking from a hoe who don't know better. I don't ain't right. See, why didn't you whip that out at the karaoke, man? <laughs> I don't think they actually had that. What? You don't, I don't think, think so? That. I was going to do Jay-Z, Numb Encore, mm-hmm. the Linkin Park Jay-Z song, but mm-hmm. that was when Sarah Sarah let me know, like, hey, uh, our babysitter would like for us to be home by 10.30, and I looked at my watch, and it's like 10.27. I was like, well, then we need to get the fuck out of here. Jenna picked up that mantle and did Juicy in your step. Oh, yeah, She fucking nails it, too, man. She knows all that shit. That's so cool. Respect to Jenna. It's a marvel, thank you. Marvel, Marvel. Marvel. <laughs> um, uh, what other so we so Eternals? We have, we have four big movies, which I don't know anything about the Eternals. Or Eternals is cool. They're, that's where they're going to bring in more of like the space celestial kind of characters. Mm, yeah, and that's where we're going to get our Adam Warlock. You saw who is rumored to be Adam Warlock. I right? sure did. Billy from Stranger that's Things, right? Dacre Montgomery, and it's just talk at this point. But well, like, I hear he's available. That's a good fucking choice, man. Yeah, yeah. That kid's so good. He's. It's so funny now seeing like the behind the scenes things and seeing like the the footage of him and Millie Bobby Brown between takes and like oh yeah how like how it, well they got along with each other and how he oh, tried to take care of her in those scenes oh like, is that true yeah nice. yeah mm. uh and so it, it's nice to see that dude really gave like last season of stranger things i was like this fucking douchebag and then i saw him in that uh that power rangers movie oh he's in that and isn't he's he so likable coming as, soon to an episode of the editing babe. as jason in the power rangers movie you're like oh my god this is and they're already rebooting it. They're already recasting everything and rebooting it. Why? Now, I don't know because it didn't do as well in the box office. So then why reboot it? Why so, see, they're doing a because Spider-Man, man. Why redo it? Nostalgia's be- big. They're doing it because Power Rangers, the movies, have not done well, but the fucking show is still going strong, okay. man. After Wait, really? 30 years. You yeah. know what they should do? You know what they should do? They should do a Spider-Man. They should do VR Troopers. A Spider-Verse oh. thing and make it an animated movie. Did you? Okay, wait. Did you see what, uh, what uh, Tom, you see Tom what Holland? I see. Tom Holland's trying to champion this whole thing about having Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> and him in a crossover movie. Dude, kind of like great. into the Spider-Verse kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah, right? Wow. You'd have to get everybody... You'd have to get... Well, not Gwen Stacy. But you'd have to get... Uh, <laughs> why not? Kirsten why Dunst Why back? couldn't you get Emma Stone as Spider-Gwen? I guess so. Bring, like bring in an alternate universe? Yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, dude, that would be kind of cool. I just feel I like, like Tobey Maguire is like 50 now. That's the thing. It's like it would have to be not only different universes, but different times yeah. in there. Yeah. But you can get them to do the voices of their respective Spider-Men. That's true. In the sequel to Spider-Verse. Speedman. Speedman. There you go. Spider-Verse So what if? You don't know what what if is? No. So it's a TV show. It's going to be on the Disney Plus streaming service. It's based Everything's going to be on that It's based on a comic series world. called What If? And what that sh- what that comic series did was it took key moments in Marvel history, mm-hmm. like key stories. Oh, and I it do was know like, this. It was like alternate timelines. That's where like, we got Spider-Gwen. Yeah, that's how we what? got Spider-Gwen. And uh, it's also how we got Jane Foster mm-hmm. taking up the mantle as Thor, Thor originally. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, so, yeah, it's basically like, what if this hero died? Or what if this hero didn't die? What if this went down the another way? And it's going to explore it. And I guess... Jeffrey Wright is kind of like a narrator for the show. Oh, interesting. Well, because the comic series is Watu, the the Watcher. Do you remember in Guardians of the Galaxy? I think it's Guardians Two, where Stan oh, Lee's yeah, hanging yeah. out as a spaceman with a bunch of these like bald That's guys right. or whatever. Yeah. They're called the Watchers. The one of the Watchers, yeah. And what they do is 
they watch. They're like the chroniclers. They they kind of represent. I think they represent more the storytellers. They represent okay. Stan Lee mm-hmm. in comic lore, and so they the like Greek chorus, they, if you will, exactly. Yeah. And so Uatu the Watcher is the one that kind of gives us the story in all of the What If comics. He'll kind of open it up. He'll be like, in your history, you remember it going down this way. Mm. But I have seen all paths, all possibilities. Listen to our clue episode. This way. What if Wolverine wasn't Canadian? So, so yeah, that's that's what I'm really excited about because they're really going to be able to explore like some cool things. Like they might not just stick with comics; they might do like movie or TV stuff. Like, what if Thanos survived this thing, or what if you know what? What if the Avengers plan didn't didn't work out? Uh, so I'm excited to see where that goes. But yeah, the films that they've announced have me really excited. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to Doctor Strange 2, which is Definitely. something I never thought I would have said yes. five years ago whenever the original came out. Multiverse yeah. of Madness. Exactly, yeah. Which is also they, sounds like it's going to be t- touching on like the other possibilities. And I mean, they're they're uh, kind of couching it as a as a horror movie, right? So the first uh, Marvel horror film. I think they're going to, I think with that one, they're going to introduce Marvel Zombies. Oh, Are you familiar Marvel with Zombies. the Marvel Zombies line? Yeah, yes, I I remember it. Yeah, when they say they're touting it as a horror film, that's the best I could think of. Either that, or they're going to try to really go Lovecraftian with it. See, that's what I thought because he's got a little bit of that, with like the, the Eye of Agamotto and all the magical stuff. But I'm thinking like. In today's day and age, what huh. what do people identify as horror? Yeah, zombies and zombies. You know, zombie and zombies equal fucking cash money. Yeah, I mean, look at The Walking Dead, man. Yeah, it's Still it's going. crazy popular. That's a good point, huh? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, See, that's why you're the perfect person to talk to about this. I, I'm just, I know in, in all things. It's like he's always teaching me about the different like comic, like different things going on in Marvel that I've oh. never heard about. Well, this, I, I'm telling you Keep about listening. shit that happened like 20 years ago. Well, see, I never knew about that. That's see, that's why Doctor Strange is the movie out of all of them that I'm the most excited really? about watching. But it's like there's a lot of them in there that I do not know about. Like Shang Chi is what Shang Chi. Yeah, about. I hadn't heard yeah. of that either. The Master of Kung Fu. Tell me yeah. about him. I was like, I know he's, he's about the him. master of kung fu. He's kind of like Iron Fist, but without a mask. Well, see, the Iron Fist on Netflix show is a good. It was, was lame. That was, yeah, that was, was fucking lame. So I hope he's not like that. No, he uh, he also has kind of a background of supernatural enemies. So I think it's going to tie in nicely with what's hmm. going on with Doctor Strange. Interesting. Yeah. And then what was the fourth one? There was another one that they announced. There's Black Eternals. Oh, dude, fucking Black the... Widow's coming out. Yeah, Black, that's Black the Widow. one. That's the next one I think that's coming. So out. and that's going to take place pre Avengers. Civil War and uh, Infinity War, I think. Really? Yeah, it's kind of like a prequel. Oh, yeah, because she's... Yes. Yeah, <laughs> going to be hard to bring her back in a sequel. <laughs> yeah, okay. Spoiler alert Dude, again. Somebody, somebody threw out a thing like, what if Black Widow, the Black Widow that sacrificed herself, was a Skrull? And I'm like, huh? I kind of feel like it wouldn't have been... Like, they're not going to cheapen that whole, that whole bit. I thought about that, and, and that was the thing, too, with... Uh, it's... Mm, no, it's too soon to spoil that. What if they were both scrolls? I'm not going to spoil that. Who? Hawkeye and Black Widow. No. <laughs> that would explain why they have superhuman powers. <laughs> exactly. And speed and strength. Because suddenly Hawkeye is able to outrun a bunch of fucking evil dogs in the yeah. underground. Dude, I went back and I was watching so I was watching a, a, a higher definition pirated copy I had of Endgame. Of Endgame, okay. And yeah. uh, I was watching that whole sequence with Hawkeye. And like they really do him fucking justice in that movie like mm. for him to be ignored completely in infinity war Aww. and for people to be giving him so much shit in the years before endgame where it's like 
What the fuck does Hawkeye do? He just shoots <laughs> a bow and arrow. He, he was, fucking earns his fucking paycheck. He's like Winston for the Ghostbusters. Whoa, dude. He just kind of shows whoa. up and doesn't. Uh, nobody whoa. ever remembers him. He's halfway whoa. through. Plays a what are you talking about? Part. Nobody remembers I mean, him. Yes, technically he's an Avenger. We but... had the tools. We had the talent. <laughs> he's got a couple of good lines, a couple of good moments, but he's not a real Avenger. You know what I'm saying? Wow. People think of the top three. I'm just saying, right? No, but yeah. he's getting his own TV yeah. show. Yeah. Every... They is have he, four... Is it going to be his TV show, or is it because it's a woman that's the logo? So I thought maybe it would be his daughter. Oh. Oh, is he not even in it? He's I not the Hawkeye I'm anymore? I'm thinking that maybe he'll be in the first like couple episodes. He's getting kind of old. Pull, he might pull a Jeffrey Dean Morgan in Supernatural, and he'll be like in two or three episodes. I could see that. I can yeah. see that. I think it's going to be more about his daughter. Though. So they've got that would make sense. Unless they said on the panel it's specifically about him. Didn't, didn't then I, I take this all back. Too much news to take in, um, and especially with the TV shows because they also have Wandavision, which uh, I'm not sure how they're going to bring him back. Blade or well, that's a movie. Is that a movie? Yeah. I thought that was going to be a TV show. Mahershala Ali, Mahershala, dude, and he's the one like he spearheaded that entire fucking effort. Where oh, did like, he? Yeah. Oh. He, went, he went to Marvel and was like, I want to be Blade. Interesting. And I guess Kevin Feige was like, when Mahershala Ali, Mahershala Ali calls, you take that fucking yeah, call. Man. Green Books, Mahershala Ali. Dude, The Wires, Mahershala Ali. House of Cards, Mahershala Ali. Luke Cage's Mahershala Ali. And that's all the, the movies thing, I Yeah, where he was yeah. cottonmouth. Yeah. Here's the thing. In, that, in, the, in the spectrum of that shit show that was Luke Cage... Cottonmouth was a damn good he, character. He was. He was amazing. He, he was, was su- and like when they killed him off, I was like, "Oh fuck, man! What are they gonna do now?" And they did okay, but like he was fucking epic as yeah. a villain in that. Well, now he's a vampire. Yeah, so he's undead. Well, he's that's half vampire. A period. Oh, His mom right. was pregnant when she was. She was bit by a vampire when she was pregnant with Blade. Well, where do you fall on those original Blade films? Uh, I. Do you fall on that blade? Ironically, I liked. <laughs> I liked. Thank you, Tess. I liked. Seth the likes my jokes. One. See, yeah, I know he likes your jokes. <laughs> but see, the thing is, you ask me a question immediately, I start thinking. I, I, forget, I don't even listen to the last part of what you said. It's fair enough. Uh, I thought Blade One was a little boring. Blade Three was trash. I liked Blade Two. Yeah, that's the, is that the Chris Christopherson one? Chris Christopherson's in all three. Is he in all three? Yeah, he plays Whistler. I, I he's think I remember all, he's him mostly from, uh, from from. He was that in the one. first one. Is that's that the one where that, the, the epic line? That's the one where Blaze's mama was bit by a vampire when she was pregnant with Blade. Ooh, there's my no, my recast. Nick Nolte is my recast. <laughs> Nick Nolte, that's, that's the good. Chris oh in it. No, uh, that's where Ryan Reynolds shows up. Benicio, too, right? not Benicio del Toro. Uh, yes, not. Uh, Benicio what, who's del the Toro. director? The director uh, del Toro, the Hellboy. Uh, Guillermo. Guillermo Guillermo del Toro uh, directed Blade Two. Two, that's and right. Put a lot of his influence in that. That's and, why it was good. And I think, yeah, I think that's why I dug it more than all the other ones. Ron Perlman was in that. Ron one. Perlman. That's who I'm thinking of. Is yeah. only in the second one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm excited for a reboot because I think it's time it's been like 20 years with Blade uh-huh. um, and, and they uh, can introduce now they've, in, they've they've proven they can introduce other characters yep and I'm telling you like I know they introduced him a little bit in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. but a fucking a Blade movie is the perfect film to introduce Ghost Rider in the MCU oh mm. yes why didn't they not? well there's still some movies that they haven't announced right yeah, they're yeah. not showing all their cards the, the they Marvel announced Knights. a shitload yeah, of Comic Con it's so it much a, to take it in it was so huge it was between huge. the TV shows and that like it was Marvel basically carried that. Yeah, they did. Uh, although one and more then thing, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> I mean, nothing in that trailer was surprising. Oh, just sad. That's, just really sad. See, like, he, oh, here's old Ben Jay's Affleck. Teeth were here's dude. Jay looks like Jay. Dennis Leary's grandfather. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> looks like he gives amazing blowjobs, though. I'll tell you that. Why? 
because his, his teeth have just like rotted away. What? What do you mean? No. <laughs> don't fucking <laughs> pretend like you don't know. <laughs> yeah, I would like for you little, to illustrate to me what you mean by this. A little sad. Although, God bless him, he got out of it. Right? He yeah, he yeah. pulled himself up, and now he's back in a movie that nobody wants to. This see. This is my issue with Jane Silent Bob reboot: mm-hmm. is that Kevin Smith hasn't hasn't I, I want to say hasn't grown yeah like that's exactly. we have all grown we've all gotten older and I was telling our boss I was telling Jason this at work that like if it were 10-15 years ago and I saw this trailer I'd be stoked yeah. I'd be like oh yeah fucking A yeah. snoochie boochies exactly but like I'm now 42 and it's like I've kind of gotten past that's kind of what I liked about Clerks too. Mm-hmm. is like those characters have aged they've matured like they've grown they've been forced to grow and that's the thing about that story that I know a lot of Kevin Smith fans didn't like mm-hmm. but that I identified with yeah. and I was like I kind of appreciate what he's trying to say with this and then he went to do he did Red State Red and State's I was like, great that's a fantastic you wouldn't movie. even know that was directed by Kevin stepped Smith stepped out of his comfort zone mm-hmm. did something different then, like, we, we just kind of wallowed in obscurity. That we tusk. had Tusk, which was shit. Oh, I heard that was kind I, of fun. I didn't like it. Oh, I really check it out. I really, I don't Coming like, soon to an episode of the editing. I don't like those Saw-style torture porn. Like, mm-hmm. just watching someone get, like, fucking just fucked the entire movie. Just like, like, like Human Centipede. This was yeah. Kevin Smith's Human Centipede. Of course, centipede. yeah. And I don't like that kind of stuff. I, I need some kind of a comeuppance in my story. And there was none of that here. Uh, what the fuck are you saying? I'm laughing because we're 35 minutes in and we have yet to talk about the movie, and I am fine with that. <laughs> Let's just this is this could be the Comic Con episode. We'll we'll touch on the movie that we're here to talk about. Maybe the last 10, 15 minutes. We'll do our recast. Blah blah blah. Yada yada yada. But, but I still really got want, more Comic Con shit to about talk some about. More interesting things. Yeah, man. This is the editing bay on the Next no! Wave Radio Network. My name's Joe. Joel. And this is where we come to talk about movies. Sometimes a good movie, sometimes bad movies. No matter what the case, every week we will watch a movie. Come back here and talk about it with each other and with you our lovely editing bay listeners that we invite to take part in the discussion uh we do this live now on the editing bay channel and then i'll kind of simulcast it on my facebook page yo what's up uh and you can also talk back to us on our facebook page facebook.com slash editing bay or in that search bar put in the editing bay find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes click on that and that's where you could talk back to us let us know what you think about the movie of the week and uh if you've got movies you'd like for us to consider for future weeks mm-hmm. go ahead and put your suggestions there um before we get into the movie of the week oh more comic con you had more comic con talk <laughs> uh well we didn't even talk did about did you see angelina jolie announced for uh, for the eternals that's right she is now part of the MCU. Nice cast. He is now part of the tribe. <laughs> like, pretty soon, there will be no more actors That's left that what... haven't been in, in the Marvel movies. Yeah. Well, I feel bad for uh, some of the... Well, like Terrence Howard. Yeah. He, he can never come back. He can't. Well, what? You, you can maybe come back. Baby, come maybe back. Maybe come back. <laughs> Terrence, come back. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm fine him being out, but like some of these... People like uh, um, um, who's Gollum from the, in Andy the motion Circus. Andy Circus. He would have been a great hero. I don't know who he could have been. Ghost Rider. He could be Toad. He could in, be Toad in the X Men movies. Yeah. Now that's interesting. I wonder if they'll make exceptions like that. Did you see now that they're they're talking about Taron Egerton as Logan as Wolverine? Huh. Yeah. Seems a little young. I I kind of dig I'm it. Not, I'm not mad at that. Yeah. He fits the stature more. Sure. A little shorter. Mm-hmm. See, certainly it, has proven himself with after, action after what Hugh Jackman's done. 
I really don't give a fuck what Wolverine's height is in the movies. Like, I really don't care. That dude proved like the only thing I regret is that Hugh Jackman is too old now. Too old. Too old to to still be Wolverine. Like, I really wanted there to be a chance that we would see a Hugh Jackman Wolverine in the MCU. Did they trot him out for the Dark Phoenix movie? No. Ah, and that was that was one of the things that I was like. That was one of the things that kind of upset me. Did that you stick through the credits? No, that, you sure? That he, yeah, I stuck through. <laughs> and unfortunately, I stayed through the whole thing. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> is there an after-credit sequence? No. I, okay. Not that I remember. Yeah, because they're, they're killing that yeah. version oh, of yeah, the X-Men right. films. But, like, dude, to fucking to have him in every X-Men movie. Like, I sat there telling Sarah. I was like, well, he's in every he's one of like these. a dozen of them. So they're going to throw him in. Even in, like, a quick cameo, they're going to throw him into this movie. You know, it's a bad film when even... Where what Hugh Jackman's like, no, you know what? I'm doing my song and dance yes. tour right now. Uh, I don't have time for this. Yeah. It was, you know what? And and you could say what you want about the X-Men movies, but his, his cameos have always been like the better part of them. Sure. Like in Apocalypse, his Weapon X sequence yeah. was super fun. Fucking A. Mm-hmm. Even the short little scene he had in, <laughs> in uh, First Class. No, Days of Future Past. Oh, he was all over Days of Future Past. I'm sorry. You're thinking first of First class. class. That is what I'm thinking about. Yeah. When they, they approach him in the bar. <laughs> He's like, go fuck yourself. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> fuck off. <laughs> Listen to our What We Do in the Shadows episode. Uh, this doesn't seem weird to you. Two more things. Two more things. Okay. Did you see that uh, Mandalorian? trailer i didn't a little behind the scenes oh they announced fantastic four as well marvel yeah, announced fantastic yeah. four why? Dude, why i think it's gonna do what are you talking about has marvel steered you wrong with any of their properties yet mm, good point i think fantastic four is gonna work now that it's in the right hands i think it's gonna work all right it'll be you're right okay. i'll see any of these movies as long as they keep uh pumping out at least b pluses and, yeah and up I mean, seriously, what is the lowest score? The the worst of the Marvel movies? Like, we'll talk Thor. I mean, or the Captain Hulk. Marvel, maybe. Captain, yeah. But, but yeah, definitely the you Thor movies. You have come around on that, I think. I, like, I when enjoy- we first talked about it, you were a little more high, you were higher on no, it. No, I enjoyed it. I think it was a good film. It was just kind of like, un, not unnecessary. Unnecessary from a, a narrative standpoint. Necessary? <laughs> is it necessary oh. for me to drink my own urine? Rest in oh. peace. No, Rip but torn. it's sterile and I like the taste. This is a good time to say, uh, Rip Torn, right? That's Rip Torn, isn't it? Rip Torn. That's right. Um, Rest it, in peace, Torn. If you're following us on Twitter, at The Editing Bay, and also on our Facebook page, we had a little poll this past week. <laughs> a little poll. Because... That's my nickname. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Because um, we're going to be doing a, a Rip Torn movie on a future episode. May not be next week. Freddy we'll Got Fingered. But uh, oh, if yeah. you put in your vote for Freddy Got Fingered... <laughs> We get enough votes for Daddy, it. Would you like some, some sausage? sausage. Daddy, that will Daddy, be like the movie, the Rip Torn movie that we choose to. Um, uh, it's definitely not going to be defending your life. Oh, why not? <laughs> wait a minute! It's, it's fucking my pick, man. Like I could. No, wait. I thought it was going to be voted. Well, yeah. <laughs> You're right because there was only like two. But listeners, go right now and uh, put in your votes. Cast your votes for, for Beastmaster. Uh, defending your life. Damn it! You're a big proponent of Man, Beastmaster, aren't you? Are, you? you are a big defender of defending your life. I am. I will defend my life. You defend defending, defending your, life. your life with your life with my life. Freddy got fingered. Freddy got fingered. But yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of a lot of rip torn movies that I was unfamiliar with until this poll came out. I didn't even remember he was on the Man Who Fell to Earth. I had not heard of that movie. Yeah. The David Bowie film. Well, now I have well, heard, of it, heard of but it, but I had not heard of it. Yeah, man. Uh, so yes, please uh, go to Facebook or Twitter and cast your vote for what Rip Torn movie we'll do on a future episode. Yeah, uh, cool. Thus concludes the plug. Uh, so Mandalorian trailer? I haven't seen it. looked uh, looked pretty cool. Although um, interesting to see if they'll 
be able to keep momentum for a Star Wars not like so there's always going to be an audience for a Star Wars TV but we film, are right? but we're we're suffering so hard from Star Wars like fatigue and they've there's got so, an, much so there's like two animated shows right they have that resistance show coming and then out they're, they're straight up doing one that's based on like the original Star Wars trilogy aren't they really or are those animated shorts that they're doing on starwars.com oh I'm, I'm not I think that's with what this. they're doing they're doing like little animated shorts there's another animated uh, uh, TV show I can't remember what this is but yeah between that and the other trilogy of movies that will come out after episode 9 mm-hmm. um, I think they've cancelled Ryan, Ryan Reynolds oh. Ryan Johnson um, did they trilogy yeah that's, that's it's a shame while at the same time like dude I love Star Wars yes and I don't know what it is but it's like I'm ready for I'm ready for episode nine. Like I am yeah. just ready to get to episode Let's wrap nine. It up. Let's. I don't care about these other things. Mandalorian looks like it might be neat. Yeah, and could I'm be fun. I'm willing to to take that that leap and and discover this world that they might try to create. But I'm ready. Let's wrap things up with episode nine. Yeah. Then let's create a. It's in a galaxy far, far away. Yeah, you could do anything. You could do anything. Mm-hmm. Let's let the fucking Skywalkers rest after this. Let, yeah, let's yeah. just. We don't need any more on. cameos from mm-hmm. other uh, characters, and we don't need to tell any other like. This is what happened between these two right. stories. Like, yeah. Solo, fun. I ended up really liking Solo. Well, the rumor is uh, the, the next trilogy will be Old Republic trilogy. So yeah. thousands of years prior to the Skywalker that could be fun. clan. Of course, dude. The, like, fucking... the Old Republic games are fantastic. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. So let's, let's play Man around with that. That sounds good. And then one last thing. One last uh, trailer that debuted at yeah. uh, Comic-Con. A movie that I am now excited about, having seen the first movie... That came oh. out, uh, was that last summer when it came it was, out? I think it was two year, summers two ago. Two years ago, yeah. When It, Chapter 1, yes. the reboot came out. Yes. Finally oh. caught that over the weekend. Oh my Whoa. god, I've been telling you. I know, and I've been uh, resisting. I'm so glad this wasn't an, an annihilation moment. Where you're like, oh. yeah, watch it. wasn't very good. No, it's pretty strong, man. It's great filming. It's very fun. And I, I guess I was turned off because, like you said earlier, not into the torture porn type of films. Um <laughs> And, and, and it, it isn't though. I'm a very specific. I like a specific style of horror films. But yeah, this is this is fun. A little bit of gore, but it's mostly just like jump scares. Uh-huh. And oh my god, some scenes in the, that and, that will stick with me. And forever. even then, the jump scares aren't like the cheap jump scares. Where no, it's like, they earn here it. we go. Quiet. You don't take see the coming. soundtrack out. Mm-hmm. And now we're gonna do. I I liken it to like J.J. Abrams. Uh, what is it? Uh, not eight millimeter. Eight. Ooh. Nine millimeter. Was it eight, eight millimeter? millimeter? Super eight. Super, super eight. eight. Okay. Yeah. Super eight. It's <laughs> eight a, millimeter is the, is Nicholas the Nick Cage <laughs> snuff film movie. Do not confuse those films. <laughs> well, we've uh, done audience. that before too. Where it's yes, like, but don't sit your children down with eight millimeter and expect them to uh, sit through it. It's yes. very much like J.J. Abrams' Super Eight in in yeah. that respect, where it's like kids and this like you know situation that's bigger than themselves. But there's some but horrific there's things. Some horrific that things that go on. People die. And and like we talked about when we reviewed the movie originally. Well, when I talked about it originally. Yeah. If you can get past that first five minutes that that yeah. bit that happens at the beginning i can't it, it's not really spoiler territory anymore if you haven't seen it by this point yeah the little kid in the yellow coat georgie pulling with, the red what balloon. happens to georgie at the very beginning like yeah. once you, if you can get past that you can handle anything else that happens in the movie i agree yeah uh and dude what a cool ride i'm glad that you're finally on board that scene where the uh, the projector chess have you seen did you see the it reboot that scene with the projector where they're watching the projector in the garage and yeah. all shit breaks loose. Oh yes, like all of those chills. Where, where what's his name is in the library and he's going ah! through the books. The, yeah. the painting, the oh, creepy yeah. looking painting woman that comes out and so. But it was a fun type of scare to the point where like um. So we had to. Switch. I told you on Saturday like we we got twenty minutes. There was twenty the minutes left, and Jen and I were both kind of doing that head nod thing. We're like, we're, we're really into this movie, but it's two a.m. and 
we must be lonely. We can't make it. So, uh, <laughs> thank God. <laughs> so, uh, we finished it the next day. But when I queued it up the next day, I was like, all right, let's go back and rewind and, and refresh our memory. So we're, we're fresh going into it. And I flat out watched some of those scenes again because I wanted to be yeah, scary. That hasn't get back into that I haven't mode. had that feeling in a movie in a while. Yeah. Uh, good on you. It's, it's going to be exci- good. What, what yeah, other, what, chapter two, I'm excited. What other trailers dropped? I just want to make sure we cover all that. There was the Jay and Silent Bob one. No. There was It. There Cats. was Cat. <laughs> Thanks. Oh, my God. Um, dude, okay. I, I I know there was one. Oh, Top Gun. Maverick. Oh, yes. Yeah, the yeah. Maverick. So... When this was pitched years ago, it was like, oh, Tom Cruise training a new uh, team of cadets. Uh, Miles Teller, Whiplash's uh-huh. Miles Teller is going to be in it, starring yeah. in it. Where the fuck is he? Where the fuck is Val Kilmer in this trailer? He's supposed to be back. <laughs> yeah. And yet, it's all about just fucking... This trailer was just Tom Cruise in a plane yeah. flying around. I, and it was the but perfect I get it. kind of teaser. That's the selling point. Yeah. Is that Tom Cruise likes to do his own stunts. Mm-hmm. Now they're fucking letting him fly an f 18? F-18. 13? Yeah, so F-18. you got corrected on uh, yeah. on Facebook. Um, but for a movie that you and I both panned, uh-huh. listened to our Top Gun episode from uh, two Fourth of July's ago. I yeah, believe. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's hard to get excited. Well, I, I'm i excited about it because it doesn't look like they're going to fall into the same trap that the first one did. No. That they're going to try to shoehorn in some weird romance between two people that don't have any chemistry. Yeah. It looks like Tom's story is pretty straightforward. They'll bring back uh, Kelly McGillis. <laughs> oh, my God. Reprising her role. Hi, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Uh, and uh, and then the trailer a couple days ago, which I don't think had a, a, a Comic Con release, but the uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Did you see that? Oh, I haven't Rogers yet trailer? because everybody says I'm just going to cry, and I'm not ready to cry yet. What is going on with our generation? Like our generation just wants a warm blanket and to cry. Like, well, in the era of Trump, like it's our it's our whoopee. We right, all need whoopies. No, but, right but about I, now. I'm being very I'm being very honest right now. Like mm-hmm. there's something about our generation with the media that we consume. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of like embracing our feels that our generation is specifically like really into like and we we champion that we hold on to it that like our feelings and almost like big fish like a lot of the best films mm. of our generation now are very big fishian where it's like you know won't you be my neighbor or this or or whatever like stuff that's really gonna like put our our, our heart on the outside. I think it's because um, there's so much competition now. And uh, there's so much great TV. We're kind of in a golden age of TV and and, and of film in a lot of ways. Um, and once you have experienced what it's like to to feel for characters and have that in a movie, yeah, everything else seems. Well, when we go back and watch these '80s movies that are just kind of like fun and but very empty calories, it's like, all right, I get it. But this is what was all we had back mm-hmm. then. This is this is our our enjoyment. Yeah. Um, and now we've we've tasted things like Stranger Things, and uh-huh. it's like, oh, you can tell these types of stories with these types of characters now, in this world, and still have fun with it, and, and feel for these characters, and make them three dimensional. Yeah, and it's hard to go back. You know, it's it's the um, like going before Endgame came out, and like everybody mm-hmm. was talking about, like I'm there gonna cry go. so hard, yeah. I'm gonna get, I'm just gonna cry, and it's like. What? I see what like, you're saying, and, and I'm and I'm. That's fine if that's what, how you want to consume the media and stuff. That's fine, but like, it's like we get excited that we're going to cry. Like we get excited that we're going to feel. And is it because we went through such a long period where like 
films were just empty calories and we weren't feeling anything? Or I think, I think, are we competing with each other to feel more about I, the things that we see? I definitely feel like this generation and, and, and those coming after us are more in touch with our emotions. It's not, we don't have yeah. to be tough men. The idea of a man isn't the, the toxic, kind of this masculinity. toxic masculinity. Yep. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's somebody who can care. And yeah, well, Tess, you're from this generation. What say you? Well, I guess it's like, honestly, with you guys, it's always the scrutiny behind it that you guys weren't really in touch with your feelings and you didn't talk about a lot of things. So <laughs> nowadays, it's like everybody wants you to know that I feel this way about this. Everybody's strongly willed by that's true. some new thing that they're going after. So that's why it's like the feelings are really big right now. And if you don't feel anything from the movies, then what's the point of it? What's oh, the I movie like that, that makes you feel the most? Oh, like, God. Do you have a movie that like... So there's a movie I'll watch if I just need a good cry. Mm. I'll watch it. E.T. Hey, do you have anything like that? Well, when so he I'll... says, I'll be right here. Yeah. For some reason, all I do is think about my mom it's now. It's the music and wells up. Yeah. I don't have many movies that make me cry, but I don't know if you guys have ever seen I Am Sam. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Yes. About I... the... With, uh... with, uh, with Sean, Sean Penn. Penn. Yeah, Sean Penn. At, at the very end, I don't... It was just amazing to see that, like, everything that he had went through. Wait, mm. is that about the guy who... Yeah, he goes like, full retard yeah, in that movie, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah. yeah. He never never do that. Never go full retard. Well, I mean, he went full retard. His daughter was, like, eight and was smarter than him. And oh. so, like, all the stuff that he went through to, at the end, like, give her a good home with somebody else who actually deserves... It's like pursuit of happiness. Yeah. But, yeah, but... Tess, I want to make. <laughs> but I didn't cry for Super so Yeah, I don't think anybody even did. Though everyone, no, Will Smith every, on the floor of a bathroom keeping the door closed. Everybody cried at that. <laughs> I teared up a little bit of that. What, what's this? What's the movie that makes you cry, Joe? I mean, it's, I said it before, and I'm not kidding. It's ET. Like that. Yeah. That is guaranteed. I've seen that a dozen times. And oh, uh, also Shawshank Redemption. Just because of that release, after this two hours of relentless torture, this poor guy goes through that last shot of him embracing. Morgan yeah. Freeman on the beach. Crawl through 500 yards. Yeah, oh, shit. Smelling foulness. That's a pretty good Morgan Freeman. Damn. That's really good. Morgan Freeman. Wow. That's... Joe, what about you? Um, Movie wow, that dude. always makes you cry. Shit. There's there's a couple. Mm-hmm. Um, I think uh, it's really weird. Like Return of the King. Oh, interesting. Return at the of the end. King gets me. You bow to no one. You bow to no one. Mm-hmm. Uh, just the uh, just that whole denouement, like the whole forty minute denouement <laughs> of that yes. movie, really gets me. Like mm-hmm. there there are moments in it before the ending where like Sam is like, I may not be able to be able to carry the ring, <laughs> but, but I, I can, can carry, carry you. you. And Music it's like, swells. God damn! Yeah. Like there's a <laughs> lot of points in that movie where I'm like, fuck. And then like the, into the West. I find the things that make me cry the most in films right now are the things that remind me of my mother. Of your, yeah. So, like, an, like Into the West, the song Into the West, where I just start thinking about my mom and fucking, I just fucking lose it. First five away. minutes of Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. Jesus. The end of Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. where they flash back to it. That's good. And yeah. they take each other's hands. It's like, God damn. Yeah. I found myself crying at the end of Endgame. I didn't cry the first time I saw it, but then I found myself, like, at a few moments, like... The uh, the the part where Tony gets to meet up back up with his father again. Yeah. The uh, the part where Thor meets up with his mother again. Yeah. Dude, the the moment when Cap is getting ready to have his final showdown with Thanos, and all of a sudden we hear the radio chatter, and then we hear on, on your left. left. Yeah. And I just and I think there's something about now knowing what's about to happen. Yeah. That even makes me feel it more. Where I'm like. Oh shit! Like this guy mm-hmm. was willing. He was like the fucking army of Thanos was descending on him, mm-hmm. and he still stood there and was like. Bring it on. This is it. This is what we're going to do. And, like, just to have, like, everyone be like, you know what, Cap? You know, you you take it easy. We got your back. Like, all these people showing up, like, 
god damn like Easy. and so i started getting like emotional watching that it's so I fucking stupid but I teared up here yeah mm-hmm. god damn uh so, so yeah there's there's that but big fish Big fish is Big a good fish one. really fucking gets me yeah, every man. time, man. That that funeral moment, that that part where he's ta- telling the story about his funeral, and he they run to the water, and everybody's there, and it's like yep. it's beautiful. It's how you want. It's how you want to go. It's, it's like my you, documentary idea, yeah. right, from last week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it comes back to Joel. Movies that make you cry. Uh, posted on our Facebook so Joel, page. Joel, and what did Serenity do right when you watched Serenity? <laughs> <laughs> the end of Serenity. What did, did Serenity do? So, well? 2019. Yes, there was a for this. We are not talking about yes. 2005. If you're tuning Serenity, in for the Firefly theatrical, uh, take my love, oh, take my love. land, take me where. Why I aren't we doing stand? that Serenity, Joe? Why have we not on this podcast? Mm, we haven't talked about it. Yes. Well, I mean, well, because we've talked it's, about it, it's we, a fantastic movie. We haven't dedicated an episode. From we've done lots the, of fantastic the Avengers movies. director and writer Joss Whedon. That's right. And we could talk about it. We, we should be talking about it. We should. Of this be. one, yeah. but instead we're talking about Matthew McConaughey right. and, uh, and and what's her name Anne Hathaway. I almost said Anne Wilson. <laughs> Anne Hathaway. <laughs> Anne Wilson oh from Art. a different movie. Uh, yeah, in a movie called Serenity, yeah. and also about people on a boat called Serenity. Th- that's right. It's the it's name, the of, name the boat. of the ship. Uh, so yeah, in 2019, mm-hmm. there was this horribly marketed movie. No. Oh. Well, to say it was horribly marketed would presume that there was any marketing. There was, but there was. Like there, I remember seeing trailers for it, and I remember several times going, "Did they fucking seriously name this movie Serenity?" Like, has, I think not enough time has passed since the last. Serenity. Also, I thought there was a rule like, like you have to. It has to be like the Serenity or yeah. with a different spelling. Instead, it's just and the font even looks the same yeah, at the it does. beginning when they when That's they the only thing the credits, this movie like, had going for it was to fool people <laughs> into thinking who this thought was, they were seeing a re. Like, oh shit, Nathan Fillion's back. They're re-releasing it in theaters, man. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey plays Captain Mal. Really? That's I, that's a weird choice. That's my recast. Right? I'll watch it. Why not? Um, but no, sadly, we got a movie. Uh, <laughs> well, okay, so um, buried in January. Yes, there was a trailer. It came um, out you January twenty fifth of this right, year because it was supposed to come out in September. Uh, oh. Of 2018. Do you remember? The test audiences uh, said, mm, oh, hold my beer, <laughs> not so fast. <laughs> and uh, just, be- and that was, it's sad, the, um, the, the the cast was really upset that they didn't get to do more more press. No, no, seriously, like oh, were they? They believed in this movie. They're like, we we flew out to some island near Africa yeah. to film this thing. Gonna uh, take our a lot to drag it. me away from you. <laughs> not to, not to drive me away from this movie. Very Dude, easy to drag me away. Here's the thing. Before we even get into it, like okay. this cast gives so fucking much. Oh yeah, this cast. Fucking gives Matthew like, McConaughey, they, Anne Hathaway, act, Jason Clarke, Jimon Huntsu, Diane Lane. They act their fucking asses off in this sure. movie. Mm-hmm. Like this movie is an example of a whole lot of people doing great work for a piece of shit film. Uh, this was uh, made for twenty five million dollars, directed Healthy by budget. Stephen Knight. He's done who, some good stuff. He he wrote the script for Eastern Promises. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's credited as a writer on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Wow. And he also wrote Seventh Son, starring Nick Cage. Writers on that show? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I was like, <laughs> well, the, how, are the you, questions? how are you credited as a writer on Who Wants to Be a Million? It's not even a question. It's not a quiz game show. It's not a question. No, it's like, the hey. The points don't matter. Yeah, how, <laughs> do you think you have more than what's in this case? Pick this person, yeah. pick this person. That's right. There's no writer. Who's the fucking writer? <laughs> so it was made for $25 million. Mm-hmm. You know how much it made? Uh, No. I'm Tess, you want to guess how much Serenity made? <laughs> I'm kind of cheap. Oh, you're so. cheap. Oh, he's got. It. I'll guess. <laughs> so tell tell us how much did. It, oh, okay, go ahead and guess, Joe. Uh, like a uh, 
less than two million? Two million. Higher. Oh, higher. Tess, how much did this movie make? Eight million. Oh. Five hundred forty-seven thousand. Still not good. That's that's the domestic. That's oh. domestic. Oof. Worldwide, this movie has taken in eleven point four million dollars. So less than half. <laughs> we don't. That, Those that's ratios a are <laughs> reversed. No. I'm trying to inflate the numbers a little bit. Still can't make it work. Well, that's what happens when you don't market it. So yeah, the the, the test scores were so bad that the the studios that put this out that invested in it were like. We're not going to waste any more money. We've tried. We've recut this. We've reshot. We're not going to waste any more money on this. We're just going to get it out there, let it make as much money as it can. Yeah. But we're not putting anything behind the, this. The trailer was all about showing who's in the movie. That's right. And hoping that they were going to make money off of that, off the star power of that. This movie, because it came out this year, but just to give you an idea. Of <laughs> Other what movies it, that came out in 2019? What, what, what this movie is going up against. Avengers Endgame, mm-hmm. Captain Marvel, Toy yep. Story 4, Spider-Man, Far From Home. Us, Shazam, John Wick, Chapter 3, Parabellum, uh, Dark Phoenix, and Brightburn. Oh, yeah. So, like, you've already had... I mean, and we're only, what, seven yeah, months in? we're halfway in, through. We're seven months into the year. Got some better And movies. we've got some fantastic films. Dark Phoenix, obviously, not one of them. Mm-hmm. Godzilla. But, like, we had some really Captain good Marvel. movies that have come Captain out so Marvel, far. Man. Yeah. Uh, but, but last week, and that's why I decided to do this movie. <laughs> Tell me, Joe, why? But, no, because last week we talked about The Matrix, Yes. And I thought, you know what? Now is a good time to jump on this. Because I really wasn't planning on us talking about this movie Before for a while. Before people know. But yeah. I was like, you know what? We just talked about The Matrix. Smart. Now is a good time to talk about this movie, too. Smart. Because the advertising, the fucking, the, the marketing of this movie, it doesn't give you a hint at all that of what the fucking story of this movie is and about. And unfortunately, I think maybe that's one of the reasons why it did not test highly. Because it's it takes a hard left uh, about halfway through the movie. Yeah, which, halfway. Dude, if you're paying attention, it takes a hard left like 30 minutes in. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Yeah. Um, well, they're kind of leading up to it. They're dropping little breadcrumbs, uh, but not enough to uh, prepare you for what happens, I think. And, yeah. and like, not a good enough reason. Like, the, like, this this whole movie, like, seemed like someone's pretty decent idea I, that was never completely properly fleshed out to uh, to the point where they should have greenlit a film yeah. on this. I kind of, I, although I do admire it. I'll tell you when, when Jen and I, we watched this a few days ago, we kind of came out with it like, all right, not bad. Uh-huh. Not bad. Better than I was expecting based on the fact that you chose it for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, I, I knew the, the ratings for it were not high. But commendable for what it was trying to do. Just not maybe as successful as it could have been. Huh. And no way to market this movie in a way where... Because all of the... Yes, from the looks of it, this looks like a thriller, right? Yeah. This is like a basic instinct style. Matthew McConaughey is on a boat. He's on his, this ocean. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a fisherman now. We know he was in the war once before. Here comes his ex-wife. Um, who is now married to some mafia With boss. With like this presumably. film noir kind of story. Yeah, exactly. Where it's like, I want like, you to kill my husband. I want you husband. to kill my husband. And you're seeing some imagery of hooks and Jaiman Hunsu is here. And uh-huh. there's, who? Some int- <laughs> 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 there's some intrigue. And, and yet the movie that you're left with is uh, nothing like that. It's, it's not that. It's a, it's a kind of a cerebral... Um, Here's the problem. The, yeah. the movie they marketed was not aimed towards the audiences that would have may enjoyed have it. enjoyed it. Yes. And the way the movie was made, the audiences that they would have thought would have enjoyed it mm-hmm. probably like wouldn't have dug it anyway. And also, <sighs> I feel like 
they were too scared to give away what the big twist know, was. But they should have. They were, yeah, exactly. You have to. If they had given away what the twist was, they would have maybe brought a few more people in to, to see it. Speaking of the Matrix, when I pulled the trailer for the Matrix for last week's post on the Facebook page, we do that every week. Um, I was surprised at how much they kind of gave away in that trailer. Yeah. Because when you watch it as a movie, the slow burn, the slow reveal is is really what makes it a, a brilliant film. Mm-hmm. And yet in the trailer, they're flat out telling you. Now, it's still not enough to wrap your head around. Yeah. And there's a lot to unpack. Because like we discussed last week, mm-hmm. we still had never seen anything like right. that up to that point. And, the, and for some reason, yeah. the Wachowskis were so smart and such visionaries that they knew, like... No one has seen anything like this. Yeah, they're so. not going to get. It. They're yeah. not going to be able to piece it together from this two and a half minute trailer. You still yeah. got to watch it. That's exactly. why spoilers to like me don't really matter. It's like yeah. I still got to see how it happened. Exactly. Right. So. And as we've mentioned now, they're just flat out making scenes that aren't even in the films anymore. So right. Who knows what's real? What's uh-huh. real, Joe? Is Matthew <laughs> well, McConaughey actually? Are we, are we a video game? A fisherman? We might be in <laughs> are we, are we, some twelve oh. year old boy's computer simulation on his computer. And so it's it's there when the movie opens that we see a little boy's face and we go into his eye. Oh, so. And we and that's I fucking call it. That was the first thing that tipped me off. That like, all right, so we're seeing things through his eyes. So right now, this is not the real world because we're going into his imagination. I rewound it and I was like, whose whose head was that? Whose face was that? Who just went into their eyeball? Because that's there's something to that. And yeah, giving away a little too much up front. I almost felt like having watched the movie now, they should have held that. That was a little too obvious, or at least. It let me know that there was that something was amiss, mm-hmm. and I would have liked to have just opened on the sea with Matthew McConaughey in this fishing boat. Sure, and that's the 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 thing that should have been held back. Honestly, is the uh, the twist the twist at the very end. What, what's going on? Jason Forno says in ten years this, this film, film will be, be considered, considered an unquestionable you know classic. I, I think you're onto something. I, uh, I I don't disagree with you because um, it's almost kind of like a Donnie Darko esque type type film. Like you, uh, so stretch a little bit, but bro. Yeah. Bro, but like the the thing is, Donnie Darko at least is, and I'm not the biggest Donnie Darko fan. Oh, what? But it's at least more intelligent and more meticulous in its planning than this movie. Like this film was really sloppy in its execution. Yes. of of the breadcrumbs and and also of when they and here I am. I'm talking about how like they shouldn't have given up their hands so early in the movie, but at the same time. They should have done it in the trailer. I agree. What? They should have kind of given you an idea of what's going on in the trailer. But really, the big twist that really matters in this movie is what we learn like halfway in. Is like where they confirm it. He's in a game. So where did you? When did when did it dawn on you that uh, things weren't right? Uh, so I found out. Like I pieced it together first. Besides that on, opening shot, based on the opening shot, yeah. and then like. As the kid, like, we kept cutting to the kid, like, looking at... And, the, and Anne Hathaway going, like, he's always looking at his computer screen. And, like, the fact that Matthew McConaughey keeps talking to his kid. There's that. And there's yeah. also, like, the way that the, ex, like like, the minor characters... The minor characters all spoke like NPCs in a video game. Yes, they did. Like, everybody focused completely on Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Which was... All the time. And even the radio was doing shit, like... Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, this Let's feels, get out there and this catch feels that fish. Like a, this feels like a video game. But there's that point where Matthew McConaughey... He co- comes home and Anne, uh, or not Anne, um, Diane Lane Diane is Lane. there. Mm-hmm. And she's like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to go take a shower. And he walks. And they did this weird, like, They do that a couple of times. Just kind of high-speed 360. Yeah. And it reminded me of playing Minecraft. Where you're resetting the camera behind the character. Yep. And I was like, is this a video game? Yeah. Is he in a video game? And so that's that's what I was watching it with, like, just... 
through that mentality through the rest of the, the film and then that fucking guy shows up yeah. Reed what's his name who's the rules he's like I'm the rules and I'm like what are, what, are you fucking kidding me what, like, what did you say <laughs> I was like, "Are you Murph. fucking kidding me that this is?" A-? And he pulls out the map, and all there is is his is the, just the one island, island with and nothing like, else. And on I it. get it, like video games where you have to open up different sections of the island. Yeah. But I'm like, wouldn't Miami be on there? Like we talk about Miami yeah. all the time. Yeah. Wouldn't Miami be on there too? See, for me, it was when um, all the little, like you said, all the other characters in the. Uh, did you watch this stuff? Yeah. yeah. All the other characters in the town. Um, there, there's that one that we never see where they kept talking about Rosalita oh Ro- Rosalita saw you or what was her name or the doctor they talk about the doctor about the called doctor. the doctor and also uh, Jenna was very astute and men- uh, noticed earlier that like um, everybody's drinking the same brand of beer yeah and there's the one tackle uh, or the, the fishing company uh-huh. that you see stickers for everywhere uh-huh. and you kind of realize this is a very kind of myopic world um, yeah there's like three people and you can kind of forgive it a little bit because, okay, small town, everybody knows everybody. They even set that up early on. So maybe it's not beyond the realm of pass- possibility that everyone's kind of a peeping Tom and knows what's uh-huh. going on. But, yeah, like when there's only like... Everybody knows everything on there's this the, Yeah, but you got the bartender. Nobody knows nothing. That's right. I like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> but it's uh, a little a little cheap that it just ends up being this 12-year-old kid who's built this world... Um, uh oh, Joe's Wait, about to fucking have a conniption he fit. Build, well, he builds this world, and this whole thing is like that. He's he wants his father. So yeah, he's, so this kid has programmed a game where the main character is his father. Is his right? dad who was killed in the war? We find out and Matthew like, McConaughey is like Bruce Willis is from the Sixth Sense. It's really about like a bunch of mini games. Like the, that's what we learn from the yeah. rules. Is that like it's about there's fishing and there's find the cat. Yeah, but, there's, but there's, there's fucking also the hooker. Fuck Diane Lane. Yeah, fuck the milf. Yeah. And the fact that like this kid programmed a video game of his dad. And, like, his dad is fucking constantly. Yeah. And he also programmed a character that's his mom. And his dad is the avatar for him to play the game. Mm-hmm. And he fucks his mother mm-hmm. at one point. In a very, like, uh, well, like grunge fuck like way. Like, what a yeah. 12-year-old would think sex is. Like, true. To, to look back on it, you're <laughs> like, true. I kind of feel like that's what a 12-year-old would think that's what sex is. That's a good point. Who's it's animalistic. Like, animalistic. Like, Matthew McConaughey, like, fucks Anne Hathaway and then, like, pops out and he's like, I win. Yeah. What? Well, what did he mean by that? I kind of appreciated that because he he because <laughs> what do you mean because by the that? Jason Clark character who plays the new husband, the mafia boss guy. Is he supposed to be Cuban? He's exerting I don't know what Sorry. accent. What is he trying to Australian be? Jason Clark trying to do like a Boston accent, I think. I d- yeah. But it sounded like it sounded well. You're not watching the good place, but it sounded like <laughs> Ted Danson trying to do his Australian accent. Aw, Ted Danson. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, he, uh, I kind of appreciated that because Jason Clark is like exerting his, his control over him uh-huh. in a very manalistic way. There's even that scene where he like kind of, yeah. and you can tell Matthew McConaughey is holding back because he doesn't, he doesn't want to kill this guy. Yeah. He doesn't want to get involved. This Cause is, that's not how he's programmed. That's That's right. Or is that not? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. So is Matthew McConaughey, is, is he a program? Or is his the spirit of his father now inhabited the character in this video game? Uh... Because I feel like when the reveal happens, when we find out when the twelve year old kills his stepfather, yeah, actually with the with the Bowie knife, and, and like dark. I feel like at that point is when we maybe exit the game and we follow what's going on with the little boy because nothing Instead, else matters we don't do anymore. That. Yeah. Instead, we're still following Matthew McConaughey. We get to watch him do in his inception world. scene where everything the world starts to break apart around right. him and float and away, and so he's like self aware that mm-hmm. he's in a video game, and then the kid talks to him. Yeah, on the phone, but he's in a jail cell. 
Well, it, everything's in his head. How is it though? Yeah. But but Matthew McConaughey's still like living this in the video game, or is that what we're imagining? Like the kid is imagining that's what his father is seeing. It's weird because yeah, we're it's almost like we're supposed to believe it's the spirit of Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, that uh, somewhere in of his Baker alternate, Dill. Yeah, somewhere. I did appreciate how they did that. How it ended up that his name is yeah, based on the kid's teacher, Dylan Baker. Yes, and they set that up earlier um, when you think that his uh, his alias. Uh, Matthew McConaughey's alias. He actually goes by John in the real James world. James Mason. Here, yeah, yeah. Was that what it was? Was it James or John Mason? John, John Mason. Something Mason. But here on this island, he's a Baker Dill, and it turns out well, that's the name of the teacher, the kid's teacher, who he admired the most. So that's what he His, would name this character. Basically, the father figure that he looked up yeah, to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But why wouldn't he just name him like? His father was the John father Mason, figure that because he looked then up the, to. Then it wouldn't be. It <laughs> wouldn't have movie. that weird noir mystery kind of element to it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, though, I feel like everybody, all the actors in this movie oh, are yeah. acting their fucking asses Anne off. Hathaway, I think, is great. Holy oh, shit. Yeah. Like, they're all putting in so much good work. Mm-hmm. So no wonder they wanted to do more press for this movie. Because I feel like I feel like for some reason they all read this script and went, all right, I'm 100% in. Yeah. Let's make this movie. And I feel like the director and studio really fucking let them down. I feel like there's a way to cut this movie together where it is way better than it really is. I think so, too. Yeah. And, and maybe make a couple of different choices. Um, but, uh, yeah, the, the the bones are all there. Like this, like you said, this guy, this writer-director is accomplished. He's done other great things. Um, like, who wants to be a millionaire? Like, who wants to be a millionaire? <laughs> Who wants to be a millionaire? What other great things has he done? Well, you said uh, he was, uh, wrote Eastern Promises. Yeah, that's a great film. It's it's really good. But that's, uh, dude, that is that's really wait. There all was something else he did. There was something else he did. I don't know. Like not as a director, he only directed four things. I'm pull it up right. Yeah, now. pull Steven that up. Knight. Oh, Locke. 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 Oh, that's Locke. right. With Tom Hardy. With Tom Hardy is great. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's a writer on Peaky Blinders. That's a great show, from what I hear. <laughs> Shut up. These are great things. I'm just saying. This isn't some hack. This isn't... Um, no, it, that's true. This Mick is, G this fucking some... shitting all over your oh, brain. Right, dude, but look, you're going to compare Mick G, and and I would probably say, like, Charlie's Angels is better than this That film. is a fun movie. Yeah. Because it, know, it knew what it wanted to do, mm-hmm. and it was successful, it was attempting. And there's the problem with this movie. It this was ambitious. It didn't know what it wanted to be. The problem was, I feel like Stephen Knight, who wrote it, and or, Stephen Knight wasn't able to communicate clearly to the studio, yeah. to the rest of his production crew, because I feel like the, the the actors knew what they were going for. I feel like they understood what was going on, mm-hmm. but like nobody else, like I I wonder if Stephen Knight was in the editing room at all, or if they just locked him out. He kind of owned this thing. He wrote and directed it. I think this was this, his, this his film baby. is cut together horribly. Nah, it's, it, it's not the best. No, no, it's not. <laughs> There's some things that are missing. Uh, so. We uh, we have Matthew McConaughey is a fisherman, mm-hmm. and he's going after this tuna. Like, yeah. that is his... It's his, his white fucking, whale. The, like, he's going after Justice. The tuna's name is Justice. Yes. And like, a little on the nose. It's way too on the nose. As well. Uh, but, like, I, I dug the opening where, like, he's you see he's, like, a captain for hire, mm-hmm. takes tourists out to go on fishing trips, and, like... These guys like, hey, you know, they, they they get the fish on the line. He's like, give me, give me the line, man. And McConaughey's like, no. And he like, pulls his knife out on it. Yeah. It's uh, it, it's his. It's his knife. It's his fish for the taking. And he can never get it. And the fact that like, that's the MacGuffin. Like that's the thing that yeah. like ultimately is how they're able to dispatch Jason Clark. Mm-hmm. Is like, you got him. All right, I'm gonna we'll let go now. Let's him go. And like, you know, and takes him down. And I'm wondering, does that make it better? Or worse, like, does he not have blood on his hands? He knows that this guy is going to oh, die. totally complicit. 
Yeah. Like, there's no way around it. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, but if, if if the idea is that we're in this kid's head, then he, that the kid is also well, more than complicit. Mm-hmm. Like flat out murders his stepdad. Yeah. He had it coming. Apparently, he had it coming. If he's as bad in the game or in real life uh, as maybe, he is in this. Maybe worse. In this game. Oof. As somebody who, who lived in an abusive household. That's right. Uh, and dealt with it. There's definitely a, a there. There's definitely a desire to process this. I've done that. I I wrote stuff, uh, you know, and and idealized like father figure characters. Like you know, I, I think that's why I uh, uh, I I have such a, a love for the Harper Lee character of Atticus Finch, is oh, yeah. because like that is like the ideal father figure. Like that. That's that's kind of who everybody wants. That's the, you want that understanding, firm, yeah. strong, but still caring kind of father figure, and you who I always think, does the right thing. I think you will, yeah. or tries to, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. tries to always do the right thing by his family. And you know, I I know I focused on that a lot. I think that's where my love affair of To Kill a Mockingbird really took off. Was you know, holding myself up in my room and reading books, reading comics, and you know, kind of diving into those those worlds. Uh, and so I can identify with that a little bit. Mm. But then I feel like. I never wrote a thing about like a character that I would liken to my father yeah. killing my stepfather. <laughs> yes. Like even it's fucked up. Even at, at its at its worst point, I feel like I, there's there's an element to a twelve year old boy has murdered a man. Yeah. That I feel like misses the point it's, on trying to overcome. It's you know? glossed over and actually kind of celebrated. And the kid like gets off scot free. We're told in voiceover at the end, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, he's gonna go to some home for uh, deter- with her, his mom. He's being he's yeah. being released to his mom. That's exactly what it was. Yeah, because uh, yeah, circumstances being what they are. Um, but it's it's also like the movie isn't leading you in that direct. It's it's here's it's two different films. So did we've talked about? Have we talked about um, frequency? We have talked about frequency. We've we haven't done frequency. an episode, but we so mentioned like. It. There's something about, like, I think this movie would have been fine if it's about a kid who's trying to process the loss of his father uh, yes. and not having his dad around. And just that, like, kind of, you know, trying to live through his dad and idealizing his father in this video game. And even that, with Matthew McConaughey realizing he's a character in a video game, like, that's good enough. That could have been fun. Without having this weird, like, murder story B-plot thing going Absolutely. on. Absolutely. I think that muddies things up a little too much. Yeah. And the uh, uh, the... the I don't know the moral ambiguity of murder know, and when is it okay? It, like it, it really kind of I think it sours the experience of this film. I actually would have appreciated it more if he didn't murder his stepfather in the end because um, we're leading up to the climax. Now I do appreciate the climax where uh, Matthew McConaughey is on his way to fucking murder yeah. uh, Jason Lord, Jason, Jason Lee? Clark, Jason, Jason Clark. Clark. Um, Jason Lee <laughs> and, <laughs> and um, all the characters in the video game who we now realize are showing up and trying to impede his is just just go fish just go catch that fish don't yeah. worry about it uh-huh. um, and but but he ends up doing it anyway yeah so it's like uh, he kind of failed as a it's a weird Groundhog Day story. element yeah uh-huh uh, where the car like is almost driving itself to where he's supposed to go yeah 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 uh, the thing that I appreciated, I think, writing-wise, is where he would, like... Where you started seeing McConaughey, like, plant the seeds of doubt in the other characters. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but why do we do that? Yeah. What's it? And, in fact, I, I think know. one of my favorite exchanges was with the dude who played the rules. Uh, yeah. What, uh, Reed Miller. Yeah. The character of Reed Miller. Mm-hmm. Like, I liked where they both kind of had this, like... 
this crisis of of existence. You yeah. know, like because he catches him in a, a, a when he he says, "I'm the rules." And he's like, "What did you say? What did you say?" I'm, I'm I said, "I'm the yeah." He, and and I think he's, he's like, like "I called I rules. called your company." They said you're real. Well, that's nice of them. <laughs> and like they sat there and had a drink with each other, and I was like. Well, okay, so I dig this exchange where, yeah. like, there's McConaughey and there's also this other guy, and they're the two only self-aware people mm-hmm. in this entire movie. They're like, so what the fuck do we do about this? And I love how the rules is like, well, I think that's what the game is now. Yeah. That's what we've, the game has changed, and now that's what this is. So I guess you have to go. I guess you have to go do this. Like, I I, I dug that exchange. Uh, I like Jaimon Hansu a lot in this movie. He is great in this. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so nice to see him not play a bad guy yeah. for... Uh, we haven't seen him play a good guy in a while. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, yeah, really convincing. And I, I love Since the chemistry. Amistad, they're reunited the, after. That's right. And that's why they had good chemistry, one uh-huh. would imagine. Um, but, yeah, he's strong in this. Like I said, all the little bit players in the cast is, is really strong. And not just the cast. The movie's beautiful to look at. It is. Well, yeah. you fucking go out to a remote island off of Africa and, uh, yeah, you're going to get some great cinematography. Mm-hmm. So I guess that's... Location uh, is everything. That compounds like the disappointment when the movie doesn't perform and isn't as good as it should be. Is that you have all these elements that are working. And Potential. It's like, what? Damn. Like this, this should be good. This should be better. And even I, the concept is like, that's not it's a bad concept. I like yeah. movies. And I think that's why Jen and I kind of gave it a, a, a bit of a pass. Because it's like, all right. this is At least it's trying something new. At least this isn't a basic instinct style thriller. Because yeah. I was not excited about seeing it if yeah. that's what this was. And it had some better ideas. It had something it wanted to say. Uh-huh. Just the execution. And it could have used... An, maybe the problem is that the director was, was the, the writer. Was the writer. Exactly. It could have used another pass. somebody to step in and be like, okay, look. You know you're connecting subconsciously. You're mm. connecting those dots. But, but an audience is not going to. And when you throw this on them, they're yeah. going to be like, This isn't what? what I signed up for. This, is, this doesn't, it doesn't make any sense at all. Yeah. Uh, and also, like, this is too much what you've got going on here. Let's, <laughs> it, it, like, I feel like there's this clear line. Like, I'm imagining a whiteboard, and there's this clear line of stuff. And then, like, there's just a whole lot of chicken scratch. And, like, oh, and then the kid kills his stepfather. <laughs> and then there's this happening. And I feel like someone needed to come in and go, okay, all this stuff here. Let's erase that. Don't need it. We don't need that. Mm. It's just a relationship Let's between make it the about... son and maybe like it's that we could be going back and forth like about the kid going to counseling mm. and like you know mm. so and maybe it's talking about like so me and my dad went fishing today and blah, blah, and like the counselor like so you know you're not really going like and kind yeah. of you know going back we could even be going back and forth and I thinking you, like maybe these Matthew McConaughey things are flashbacks and we're going to kind of meet up and well, then we find out oh no it's a game you know that that's what I thought programmed. some of the most intriguing scenes are where, where you kind of see this connection between uh, uh, Matthew McConaughey and the son he's sitting at that table and uh, uh, the, bo- the, the 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 kid's hand is like wet right there's yeah. water on the table yeah. and then they, they start kind of making the same hand motion uh-huh. and you realize oh there's some sort of like ET there's connection, connection going on here there's something deeper than there should so maybe more of that and less i have to go fuck diane lane right to get a hundred dollars like this kid programmed his dad to be kind of a whore in this <laughs> yeah, video that's exactly what he's doing <laughs> yeah because i didn't know what to expect from him and joe was like you got to watch this movie and about five ten minutes in i was like is he a whore that- <laughs> so he turned to me he pauses the movie we work we sit right next to each other he pauses the movie he looks at me he goes is he a whore? Is that <laughs> just a gigolo? And I'm like, brother, you just got to watch the movie. And I, it's a I, reboot of Leisure Suit Larry. I Who knew? Wa- I watched this movie on a whim. Like I was just like, it was one of the. It had shown up on one of the pirate sites, and I downloaded. It. I was like, you know what? Let me watch this thing. And so I just kind of had it on while I was doing work in the background. And it was one of those where like things would happen. I kind of go, huh? 
and it, like I'd rewind it and rewatch that moment and go, okay. And so then like as like things are kind of unfolding and like I said, like I kind of already pieced together earlier on like something else was going on. Uh, and so going back and, and rewatching like certain moments, I'm like, oh, okay, that's, that is what's going on. But like, I was so blown away by like, whoa, what? Like, that's what this movie is. That's what's going on here that I end up telling Tess. I'm like, you need to watch this movie. You need, and he's like, really? And I'm like, yeah, it's not good. Like you're, you're not, it's not, it's not like in the pantheon of film. It is not a great film. But you still need to watch it because this movie has a, a twist that's going to make you go, what the fuck did I just watch? And I didn't get it as soon as you guys got it. Yeah. Oh, I yeah? It, I got it when the rules told me. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. And so I had to stop and I instantly texted him and was like, it's a fucking game? <laughs> it's, a, it's a fucking game. Yeah. Dude. Uh, great idea. It's a, and, it's a decent it's the matrix. You, this movie, you could put this movie side by side with the matrix and I feel like, <laughs> Ooh, yeah, like it a, hits the same plot points at the same time. It's like Pink Floyd's The Wall except, and Wizard of Oz. Exactly. Yeah. Amazing. Except <laughs> the matrix does it the right way. Yeah. Where like the matrix cuz the matrix gives up what it is early on. Like within, oh, if you're paying half attention, hour, 45 yeah. minutes, yeah. the matrix gives up what it is almost about the same time that this movie does. But when like when Neo becomes aware, self-aware, like it opens things up in a whole new way mm. and it tells the story in a really effective way. This movie still tries to like, like Joel, it explains to you what mm. the twist is like four times. Did you notice like it, it'll, it like reveals the twist four times that like, oh, we're in a game. This is a game. Guys, this is a game. Like, <laughs> so I'm in a, I'm in a world constructed by my 12 year old son who wants to like, you know, He's trying to process his bad stepfather. Like he want what? What? We know now. At this point, it's like we know what the twist is. Yeah. Why have we not moved forward? From yes, this? yes. We, we Do something with it. Processed more. It's a good point. I know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> what? Say <laughs> lovey. What can you say? And, and and you're right. But by the time they reveal what's going on. We're still talking about, is he going to kill his stepfather or not? Yeah. And it's like, I don't really care so much about that. Well, hold on. Let's focus on this for a second. <laughs> right, exactly. Why are, like, the questions you've asked. Uh-huh. Why is your, why are you making your dad grunge fuck your mom? Yeah, exactly. On a boat. Or anybody. Why yeah. is, Why does your dad have his pants off so much in this game that you've made? Because it's Matthew McConaughey. Like, he takes off his pants and he jumps in the water constantly. It's in his contract. And then, like, the weird moment where, like, he sees his son underwater. Yeah, He's naked. Swimming naked like yeah. the fucking him. Like the, the Nirvana Nevermind baby. Oh, I, I, called, I called that out, too. I was like, it's the Nirvana cover. And he sees, like, his son in the water. And I'm yeah. like... And at that point, I just see it's just a little boy. And I'm like... This is creepy. Well, this is weird. Why? Yeah. Why are we doing this? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, ultimately, just kind of a lost potential. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what, what? What do you say? Like you just said, what do you say about this movie? Like, once you know what the twist is, and once you know what the story is, all it is is frustrating when you think of like, wow. Well, if had you taken some time and had a couple other people around yeah. you. You could have maybe made a really groundbreaking film. Oh, I, I tell you, I kind of do want to go back and watch it again. <laughs> maybe on, uh, maybe on double speed, to, to look for these little clues that he's that uh, they're peppering throughout. Uh-huh. Um, another little side character I like is the the woman. At, I guess she's at, at the, the tackle shop, shop right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, and she, you kind of see her go from I'm just a friendly NPC to to like altered programming. Exactly. Yeah. Like. You've seen behind the curtain. You have a good day now. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Which is, again, great performances from these people. 
Uh, all right. So, do you have any other no, any other notes? Please. On this? Let's just... All right. So, what did <laughs> would you recommend? Would you recommend this movie? I mean, it's uh, again more amb. I I do appreciate a film that is ambitious and and is trying to do something different. Like uh, aside from the Matrix and maybe the Sixth Sense, what do you compare this to? Like mm-hmm. it's it's a, kind of in a league of its own. Yeah. Maybe not in a good way. Uh, but I will always applaud filmmakers trying to push those boundaries and, uh-huh. and think about things in a different way. Just uh, execution maybe not as strong as it could have been. Yeah, I I would recommend it just because I want people to have that what-the-fuck experience. Yeah, like, I, I almost did. regret anybody who has been listening to this podcast that hasn't seen the movie yet. <laughs> Full stop. I, yeah, seriously. Like, <laughs> anybody I re- who's listening to this podcast. I regret that they now know what the twist is. Like, if, if I could, this is the movie that I would buy copies of and yeah. give to people and but, be like, watch this, and then as soon as you're done with it, Fucking call me. But that's the problem. Is That's the only way you're going to get people to see this because yeah. nobody was seeing it on their own volition. No. Because the marketing was absent. What did Serenity 2019 do right? Uh, oh, I thought we did that already. No. no that this is what Would you recommend? Right. Uh, oh. I asked it? would you recommend it. Um, the cinematography. The cinematography is pretty good. Yeah. I don't want to steal yours, but it's, it's, yeah. It's, it's a beautiful gorgeous. looking film. It's gorgeous to look at. I, I think the performances. I, honestly, I think the performances are so Everybody's fucking... Everybody's strong. Like, uh, McConaughey is giving so fucking much in this movie. Yeah. Like, there, there are scenes that he's... Like, even when he's just talking to himself, when he realizes what's going on and yeah. you see him unraveling yeah. and just trying to keep shit together and, like, I am not going to do this. I'm not going to kill this man. I'm not, I'm not going out there. And as, like, the world is conspiring against yeah. him and, like, he's there. He's there and he's waiting for you. Yep. You're going to do it right. And he's like, no, I'll, you know what? I'll take him to fish. I'm not going to kill him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just watching as the world keeps pushing him towards predestiny. Yeah. Like that is that's watching him perform. That is just like a masterclass. Yeah. He's doing such good work. And, uh, and Hathaway kind and, of showing Hathaway's that. And Hathaway's doing oh, so good quiet too. Quiet terror. Dude, when she the, the disappointment, like her body language, when uh, she yes. sees that Jason he's Clark still made alive. it, he's still alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Crazy piece of trivia, though, too. Oh, Uma Thurman was originally supposed to play the Diane Lane character. Oh, wow. Yeah, Interesting. She, yeah. I would have maybe <laughs> tapped her to be the uh, Anne Hathaway character. That's like, what I thought, too. Did you know that the girl who plays, uh, what's her name? Uh, shit. In Stranger Things 2, she works with Steve Harrington. That's Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman's daughter. Yes, it is. And once you know that, you cannot unsee you it. You can't unsee it. That she looks a lot like Uma Thurman. Uh-huh. She really looks like the love child between the two of them. Yeah. Which she is. And she's so good. She's the, be- mm-hmm. the best new addition uh-huh. to, that, yeah. to that series. Uh-huh. I hope they bring her back. Susie's pretty great, too. Fantastic. I mean, she's only in one moment. Yeah, Susie's <laughs> pretty good, she's too. She's pretty she's great. Turn around. <laughs> Uh, what did Serenity do wrong? Uh, it's <laughs> if you hit the e brake. So, <laughs> it's such a hard R. Like it really commits to the movie that it wants you to think it is. So much so that when it tells you that it's not that movie anymore, yeah. you're like, oh. But I've spent so much time invested in yep. this yeah. noir story yes. that yep. I kind of wanted to know how that would have ended. Uh-huh. If this weren't all a computer simulation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely agree. That's what I was going to say is the fact that like it gives you this. It presents itself as this one movie. Mm-hmm. And then when you finally commit to it and you're like all in, it, it shifts gears on yeah. you. And you're like, That's why what? test audiences are just like, fuck this movie. Yeah. Like, what? Don't, don't screw with my emotions and, this way. And the thing yeah. is, it's not like a Star Wars, you know, the, four, the Last Jedi kind of thing where it's like, oh, no, you subverted my expectations. <laughs> it's dope. not even that. It's like, fuck you. You got me here under false pretenses. Yeah. Uh, this is not what I signed up for. Had you had you promoted this and marketed this movie 
as what it is, I probably would have come to see it. But now you've got me completely confused as to how I'm supposed yeah, to feel. The old bait and switch. Yeah. That and the, the fact that like we went through with like a child killing a man yeah. in the story of this movie. I just think that's a darkness you don't have to explore. It- and or build up to it, like, like let's get to know that son character a little I just, more. I just, I, I'm with you. Like, is, it doesn't I just need to feel be it's such a it's such a ridiculous trite. Like Janie's got a gun, kind of thing. Yeah. Like if we're going to invest in the little boy, like you said, if we're going to invest in him killing his father. Either we learn more about what's going on in the real world, yeah. or we just leave it as like the fantasy of what he wants to have happen in his game, mm-hmm. and that be the catalyst of like what's driving him. That he's opening up to someone and lets them know, like. Well, I want my father to kill my stepfather. Like, what? Your father's dead. Then, like, we reveal that, like, that's in the game and, like, how he processes that. And maybe, and I don't know, maybe this is the weird, like, superhero thing in me yeah. where it's like, we could be better than that. Where, like, maybe if the stepfather is that abusive, he gets his in another way. Right. Instead of not being murdered at by the, his at stepson. the hands yeah. of a 12 year old, that right. we have now, we have now killed the innocence of a 12 year old. Mm. By making him a murderer mm-hmm. by the end of this movie. Just had a thought when I used the phrase uh, bait and switch, though. A little double entendre, though, since yeah. it's about fishing. Maybe triple entendre. Maybe he meant to. Uh, he's literally pulling a bait and switch. That's right. There you go. Master. <laughs> what? Stephen Knight. All right, so if... Master film. If we were going to remake... Here we go. ...this 2019 film... Yeah. Uh, how would we have done it? I recast seven characters. Let me see. One, They're two, all pretty three, strong. Four. Actually, I say I did. I did uh, seven Jenna as well. Did this as well. Yeah, I did right, seven as well. So you probably have uh, Raphael. I have a little bit of a theme going on here. Um, oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do Joss Whedon's Serenity. Even though I was tempted <laughs> to recast with Joss Whedon's Serenity, I didn't, I didn't do that. That would have been good. But my theme is based on another movie about a kid who has problems with a stepfather. Mm-hmm. It's a movie called The Way, Way Back. Oh, what a great film. And so uh, Love that one. I'm going to start with the pa- uh, the Patrick character, yeah. the little boy. Yep. Since he didn't play much of a huge character in this movie, even though he was the one that was orchestrating everything, uh, my, it's going to be played by Liam James. The same Who kid. plays the son in The Way, Way Back. Yeah, he's great. Uh, Reed Miller, The Rules, played by Jim Rash. Now, who's that? The bald He was in Community. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, yep, yep. Uh, Yeah, funny guy. That's perfect. Duke, uh, the Jaimon Hansu character, uh-huh. going to be played by Nat Faxon. Who's he? Uh, he is the he he works with Jim Rash and directing the, the way way back. But he was also um, I'm trying to think of the character. He he was the guy that worked at the water park that was like trying to help. He was like hold, hold. oh yes. so like yeah. so Liam could check out the girls and stuff yep. on the water slide. Uh, so then we have Frank Zariakis, the Jason Clark character, yeah. going to be played by. I was going to go with Steve Carell. Yeah, you have to. Right. Instead, I went with Rob Corddry. Because Rob Corddry's in it, too. Okay. And I think All Rob right. Corddry's probably a little bit more imposing Physically than Physically imposing. I like that. That was a weird thing about The Way, Way Back. As much as I liked it, I didn't think Steve Carell fit... That type the, of abusive, like the abusive stepfather. stepfather even yeah. though he wasn't physically Psychologically abusive. abusive. He was psycholo- He was. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't like seeing him like that. No. And I felt like if I made him this Frank Zariakis character, mm-hmm. it would be like... Uh, prison Tony or nope. whatever he was in the office. <laughs> Nobody would buy it. Yeah, <laughs> prison Mike. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, prison Mike. Uh, Constance, the uh, the Diane Lane character, yeah. would be played by Tony Collette. Ah, uh, yes, perfect. Ka- Karen Zariakis, the Anne Hathaway character, played by Amanda Peet. Amanda Peet, and obviously Baker Dill would be played by Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, love it. Very nicely done. I like that. Who's the director of that film? The Nat Faxon and Jim Rash. Oh, a dual they, they directed the way way back. Yeah, I didn't know that. Uh, all right, well, uh, I don't have a theme here. I just have a great cast. Uh, and also a director. All right, so the little kid, uh, speaking of uh, It, since we just saw It, we were really taken uh, back with Eddie, the kid who plays Eddie. Uh, guy's name is Jack Dylan Grazer. 
Um, the kid who gets the cast on his arm uh, has asthma. Mm-hmm. What does he have? Asthma? Yeah, ends up being a hypochondriac. Um, Reed Miller plays the rules in this character. How about uh, Michael? Yeah, Jack Dylan Grazer was in uh, was in Shazam. That's the same kid, then. Yeah, it's huh? the same kid. This there is, you go. He, he has the uh, the crutch. Perfect. In Shazam, dude, he's so good. Re- yeah, he was great in this he, one, too. He kind of annoyed Sarah when we were watching Shazam. She's like, I don't really like him very Aww. much. He's kind of annoying. And I get it. He's I a little mouthy. It. He talks a lot. Yeah. You talk very quickly as well. Yeah. Reed Miller, I'm going to go with, uh, he's, he's the character plays the rules. How uh-huh. about uh, Michael Emerson, Ben from Lost? Nice. Yeah. Oh, dude, he's really good. Yeah. That's a good choice. Thank you, thank you. I don't, I don't remember this guy seeing him in anything else. No. This Reed Miller, the actor that played him, and he's really good. He might be foreign. He might be you think like so? from New Zealand or somewhere down there. New down Zealand. under. Uh, Diane Lane. Down under. Uh, this is a bit of a stretch, but how about Kate Hudson as the kind of milfy character that uh, Matthew really? McConaughey is going around with? Yeah. So we're a little uh, How to Lose a Guy reunion? Yeah, yeah a little Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> Kate Hudson. Uh, Jamin Hunsu, the Duke character. Uh-huh. How about Chadwick Boseman? He knows a little something about uh, playing yeah. uh, Africans or, yeah. or near Africa, anyway. Wakanda. Or, Wakandans. Or, or just playing people in. Well, but the, did you just do the Wakanda <laughs> forever? Definitely. I'm just saying he, the accent. He can do that accent that he was doing. Yeah. Uh, Jason, Get this man a shield. There you go. Jason Clark. <laughs> was, that not, was that not good? That was pretty good. That was pretty good. <laughs> We were we were at the mall earlier today during lunch, and uh, Star Court Mall. Tess was yes, Star, he, Tess was opening the keeping the door open for a lady as she was coming in. She looks at him, and she's like, "Thank you, you're such a prince." And I turn back, I go, "Yeah, Prince Akeem from Zamunda." <laughs> <laughs> uh, They're doing a remake of that too. Do you know that? Is it a remake or, or is it a sequel? Oh, maybe it's a sequel. That's right, because oh. Eddie Murphy and. Uh, yeah, I'm pr- yeah. Or City Hall are coming back for that. Yes, sir. Jimon Huntsu. Uh, yeah, Chadwick Boseman. Jason Clark plays the abusive husband. How about Jake Gyllenhaal? Now Ooh. that we've kind of seen oh, him wow. be uh, a... Ba- Actually, he's already been a bad guy in a couple of movies. Oh, yeah. this Reed Miller guy was in The Happening. Yeah, I just saw What? He was in The Happening. Oh, was he one of the teachers, maybe? Yeah, I no, guess so. He looks like a teacher. Wow. Uh, Anne Hathaway. Here we go. The last two. Anne Hathaway. How about Natalie Portman? <laughs> I just want to get focused. this fucking thing over. Anne Hathaway. Uh, Natalie Portman. A mighty Thor mm-hmm. now, and uh, Matthew McConaughey, Baker Dill, I'm a Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Christian Bale. That's not bad, man. No, thank you. Who's directing you it? You can thank Jenna. How about Christopher Nolan? He knows a little something about mind fucks. Maybe he can make something of this piece of mess. Now, why is it that like, mm. why is it that we've uh, that we accept something like Inception? Mm-hmm. Like I, because I it's consider, a fucking brilliant movie, that, and that's what I was about to say. I'm like Inception is one of the greatest films I've ever seen. Absolutely, and the fact that like I was able to readily accept what's going on in Inception, mm-hmm. but had such a hard time accepting it in the context of this because film. it tells you the, that's another movie where it gives the rules it gives you what the twist is up early front, on like mm. in that opening act it sets up the science of it's the like film. oh you know oh, there's dreams and you can be in a dream and then there can be dreams within dreams mm-hmm. that's all you need to know and then that makes you question everything else throughout the film i love that th- that movie made people start using inception as a verb like yeah. like i'm inceptioning you just I'm got inceptioning <laughs> <laughs> like that is now a term where it's like then I'm going to inception into yeah. this and then inception into that that's what I say after I'm making love to my wife it, wow contraception <laughs> uh, Tess what, what did you think what were your overall impressions about this movie well I mean I was very confused uh-huh. <laughs> yes rightfully so but I like I liked how it looked uh, mm-hmm. I liked I didn't like the flow of it. That was my biggest thing about it. It didn't flow right because there was a lot that it t- 
told us at the beginning or it was trying to set up. Mm -hmm. But then when we get the twist, it's like, oh, okay, now where are you going to go with this? And it went completely left with how it got dark with him killing his dad at the end. I mean, I understand the symbolism from the game inside of him having to kill him, like the dad having to kill him. But then the kid, you know, with the kid finally getting the courage to go and kill his dad. But it's like, we didn't necessarily need to see. That. Well, it, we didn't need to see that. And also the premeditation that goes on. Because like, yeah. there's there's a couple scenes where we see him while we hear them arguing. He pulls the knife out. Oh, yeah. Puts yeah. it away. Then mm-hmm. we like close up on like where he keeps the knife. A this is your hero. Yeah. Of the film. And then like at, at some point he leaves his computer. You see him pull the knife out and just go into the other room. And then that's when like we see in the game world, Jason Clark is let go and justice carries him away. And then like, <laughs> so fucking bad. And then like the kid comes back into the room, blood soaked shirt. Yeah. And just standing there. It's the like, knife. Like, and at no point do we hear the mom go like, ah, what did you do? Oh my God. nine one one. She's probably cool with it at that point. Like presumably. I thought he killed both of them yeah. at that point. You know, it would have been nice to see Anne Hathaway with that child. Yeah. Like I feel like all of his she scenes were it. shot in one day. There's that weird connection that with we no, needed. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, all right, so uh, there you go, guys. <laughs> that, if you have any thoughts on Serenity 29, or you know what? If you have thoughts yeah, about just, Joss Whedon's Serenity, 2005 Serenity, let us know what you think about that. Go to facebook.com slash editingbay or put editingbay in the search bar. Uh, find that image of the woman with the bleeding eyes. Click on that, and that's where you can talk back to us. And uh, if you have ideas for movies for us to watch in the future, you can put your suggestions there, uh, such as next week we'll yeah. be doing... We'll be doing a Rip Torn movie. Which Rip Torn movie? That's up to you, listeners. You decide. To, it's a game. Yeah, it's right. helpless to say. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, please uh, visit us on uh, Facebook.com slash, was it The Editing Bay? <laughs> on Facebook? You Just always do that part, bay. so I never do. Yeah, Facebook editing uh, slash Editing Bay, the woman with the bleeding eyes. And you can, oh no, my dad is watching. Yeah, my dad. dad's watching. Right? <laughs> Got to the end of it. He's like, Joel, um, I'm watching. Go to the end. And cut this part out. Cut it all out. <laughs> He's uh, already watching. Go to our Facebook page and uh, tell us what your favorite Rip Torn movie is. As you know, we lost Beast him. Beastmaster. Great. Not you, Freeze Joe. Finger. We know what your favorite films are. I'm talking to the listeners here. Tell <laughs> us what your favorite Rip Torn movie a is. Up. In stereo. Freddy got mastered. <laughs> Beast Finger. <laughs> <laughs> We have a winner. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what if we watch the first half defending of defending your movies? beast finger? <laughs> so we watch defending your life, Beastmaster, and Freddy Got Finger. Uh, just just the first, second, and, and third, third parts of each of the movies. Yeah, it's a great idea. <laughs> it's a horrible idea. Um, but uh, tell us your ideas uh, on uh, the Facebook page. Also, if you're following us on Twitter. At the editing bay is our handle there. Uh, you can cast your vote that way and uh, whatever. I'm just going to count up the votes here. By the time up, I'll probably give it to the weekend, right? Because we need to because everybody's working. Let's say by Friday, it's a Tuesday now. Uh-huh. Uh, we will um, post uh, this episode tomorrow, hopefully Wednesday. Sure. So give you a couple of days to uh, catch up and post, and then by Friday. We'll know what it's going to be. I'll count up the the votes, and uh, that's the movie that we shall watch, and cool. we'll talk about next week. Man, we have put more focus and and like effort into figuring out which Rip Torn movie we're going to be talking about. <laughs> and the thing is, I feel like you've already got it figured out. I think you already no, know which one you want to do. I am going to do a fair... You're I know which one that... Defending your fucking life. I know life. what I want to do. I don't want to do Defending Actually, your life. that is not what I want to do. I want to do Dodgeball. Yeah? Yeah, so please get those dodgeball votes you up. You dodge a wrench. Or if, you you want, if you're like this guy here and you want to do Beastmaster, 
Feel free to waste your time and vote for that. Joel, film. but there's tits in Beastmaster. All right, well then vote for Beastmaster. <laughs> and we'll be watching that Sold. regardless of whether it's next week. It's Tanya Roberts, film. man. Who? <laughs> who? The one who... Uh, <laughs> Is she the one who uh, beat Nancy Kerrigan's knee? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tanya Roberts. <laughs> With knick-knack. She played knick-knack on her knee. Also go to our oh, website. Oh, my God. We, so we, have, a, we have a website, so and it is uh, not The Editing Bay. Not Edit Bay. It's EditingBay.com. Hey, we've also got a website, right, Joe? Hey, it's EditingBay.com. <laughs> the wheels are off here, folks. Please go there and uh, bookmark it. Anything you need to know about our lovely little podcaster, you're going to find there on EditingBay.com. Links to our social networks, a little bio about us, too. We're going to have to add something about uh, our good friend Tess now that yeah. he's uh, become a regular he, on the show. He, he bought a shirt. Yeah, buy a shirt like I, I saw that, and I was like, why do you don't have to? I will That's give you I a shirt, him, buddy. I was like, we need to we'll just save your $15. But you oh. listeners, if you want to support the show, you can buy a shirt. All that and more on EditingBay.com. Guys, please leave a rating and review on your podcast app. Uh, just Five go stars. ahead. And if you have five stars, Thank preferably, uh, if you leave anything less than five stars, you're kind of a dick. Uh, don't be a dick. Uh, don't be a Baker Dill. <laughs> <laughs> be a John Mason. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But don't kill your dad. No. Don't, don't, do, don't, do, don't do that. Guys, if you are living in an abusive household, mm. and I'm being very serious Get right real. now. Like, oh, this is a spirit. To, to, uh, it, this is a very, a very important special. episode. Mm. On a very special episode. This is the part in the G.I. The Joe thing. where they come back and say, hey, kids, <laughs> don't kill your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Jimmy, what's that? It's a knife. I'm going to kill my dad. Whoa, that's radical. Hey, hold on there. What are you doing? That's not cool. Instead of killing your dad, why not kill some time? That's exactly what it would do. <laughs> try try writing a book or, or doing some coloring exercise. Friends don't let friends kill, kill their, their dad. dad. <laughs> and now you know. <laughs> and knowing is half, half the battle. battle. <laughs> hey, you bastard. Get back. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Well, that was dark. Yeah. Uh, but no, seriously, guys, if you, if you or someone you know, you think someone's going through some, some shit, uh, there's a bad situation going on in their house, don't be afraid to talk, yeah. speak, tell somebody. Uh, sometimes, as someone who's been through it, sometimes you get too scared to say anything or you think that people aren't going to believe you. Fucking talk about it. Let somebody know about it. Let somebody know that there are things going on that aren't right. Uh, let let your teachers know. Let, I'm saying this like there's high school kids watching us. Uh, but but let somebody Maybe. know. Seriously, let somebody know because there's no reason for you to have to endure that. So uh, don't end up like this cautionary tale yeah. of like you know don't don't take it into your own hands. Just don't do something like that. Don't get extreme. No. Um, but yeah, join us next week. Yeah, we're gonna be talking about a rip torn film voted mm -hmm. on by you. Um, Tess, thank you so much. Yeah. It's nice to have you back. Always, guys. Thank uh, you for having me. And we'll, we'll look forward to having you next week. Absolutely. Unless flag football takes you out of the fucking <laughs> game again. Let's hope not. Yeah. Cross, cross your fingers. Dude, he played a doubleheader yesterday. Oh, yeah? And he's here, here with us. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He didn't pull his groin. I didn't do anything. I, I played Mario. He put, did, did, while you were pulling your groin? <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Mushroom Kingdom, man. Uh, all right, Jeff, thank you very much, sir. Joel, always a pleasure. Pleasure's all mine. Guys, we'll see you next week for Rip Torn. Bye. See ya. You've been listening to the Next Wave Radio Network. That's fucking gold.